makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their ass kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you. Fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour. Welcome into a brand new show, brand new edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. It is the kickoff hour, and we are live, and we thank you for being a part of the show as always. You help produce this hour. The number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. You know if you have been with us for some time, uh, we could do unscreened phone calls at any time, so be standing by for that. A lot on, uh, on the, uh, the table for today. We'll break all of that down uh, and uh, look, at over, look over some of the stories of the day uh, and get some, uh, some, you know, some interesting points of view here from the old good, t- good time gang when it comes to stories and sports and what's out there. And there's a lot of it, I, I promise you. Uh, and some still making Greg mad as he looks at his laptop. Uh, well, we got 180 Van Adler. He's here. Greg Burgess, Michael Helms. I am Speedy. The good time gang is live. And uh, one Michael Helms is back. And uh, how did the baby? How much did the baby weigh? <laughs> Eight pounds six ounces. There you go. <laughs> I was talking to Ed, my uh, one of my techs for Cook's Pest Control, and he goes, "You know, you know one reason why I love y'all, and why? Because I mean, y- y'all just y'all never. I mean, y'all nobody can do anything on that show no. without just being hammered. No. And he said, "Y'all acting like Helms, no. he was having a baby because he was getting a block yesterday yeah. on me. And for some reason, he was down about that. Yeah, that was a good. One. And uh, yeah, he said, right. "Now it's not right, and something yeah, there's not. something sick about y'all. You're right, Ed. but um, we but, stopped to saying he was going to a lactation <laughs> class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> That's where we were headed. He said, "Yo, yo, <laughs> to Amanda's support group. Yeah. yeah, this Thursday. We knew right. you had inside track on it. So, um, and speaking of inside track, we, Greg and I, we, we got a little inside because you were you were Marco Poloing us a uh, lot, was. probably and, more than I probably needed. And to. speaking yeah, I was, of, I was wondering about, yeah. and speaking of your wife Amanda, bless her heart, um, she had to sit in the parking lot yeah. the entire procedure." And you, you uh, showing the car out in the parking lot from inside. <laughs> She's just sitting there. Gosh, that good, that's just good stuff. Uh, but so it went well. It did. It did. It was um, a back attack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Um, boy, they'll get you in and out. And I thought, see, I've had this before. And so to try to manage memory. the responsibilities for the rest of the good day, whether it's work or at home. 
Right. Um, I, I tried to pick a time where I thought, okay, this gets me back home at this time, so mm-hmm. I can finish I that up. <laughs> and then if I'm not feeling well, I can I can lay down and all that. <laughs> and so um, I was at home. <laughs> I was at home archiving <laughs> the show at like ten oh five. Ten ten. So yeah. a little louder. So that was good. That was good. Um, <laughs> I got it. Um, I was a little loopy. I, I went back and watched the the Marco Polo. To be drunk. I sent <laughs> yeah, y'all. It wasn't near as bad as the last time, but no. uh, lightly slurring. You had yeah. that slide into my voice. Yeah, yeah. Not bad, but yeah. right. Wow. Um, did you drive I, home? I did not. That's why Amanda was there, Greg. Um, so, but she would She wouldn't <laughs> allow me to get out of anything yesterday. So we, I, I took care of. Uh, carpool and that, and that kind of thing. I thought it was weird though when she was driving. You went, "I want to kiss you." That I didn't do. And that. I was like, "Well, that's weird." Don't do name it. Why are you filming that? Well, you know yeah, these <laughs> these things that um, sometimes you have to have uh, a double dose. Mm-hmm. Um, double and, D. And so I'll probably <laughs> okay. I can I can tell I can tell that it, like this is the first morning mm-hmm. that I have woke up and got out of bed without pain. Mm-hmm. In over a year, not crying. Okay, so that that's good. Tied my shoes this morning without like just grimacing, you know. How, so no, I, on, how do you grimace? Okay, no. and so I know it works, but it's as it's been explained to me before. When you paint a wall a new mm-hmm. color, it looks really good, but it needs a second coat. How do you paint it? Just okay. you know, I don't know why I did right. that, but right. uh, <laughs> but it. So I can I can already tell. I'm I'm kind of in that mixed deal where I can't figure out if. If it's if there's still pain there, or it's the soreness from the needles yesterday, uh-huh. you know that kind of thing. So yeah. I'm gonna give it 48 hours before I go. Hey, I gotta have another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think just based off the way I'm feeling, it did work. It's much better. Um, but for me to get to do the things that I want to do, I'm probably going to have to have a second coat mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So y'all may be able to make fun of me again here. How about soon. when you thought, think you'll, you just need one coat and you realize, gosh, I might have to have a second coat. And, 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 and Dr. Yeah. Downey alluded to that to yesterday. Paint. Hate painting. You know, he, cause this is what we do. And this is where people get in trouble mm-hmm. is they're fired up about it today or yesterday and they get it done and they go home and they feel good and then a week later it's not really any better and they mm-hmm. go well i'm not messing with that anymore it kind of interrupted my day and mm-hmm. I, it's not worth going back I, I and i've done that i've been that guy and i don't want to do that because i just put myself in the same situation i have been for five years yeah so i am determined this time to whatever it takes <laughs> and there's even so there's a third or fourth option Uh-oh. if the first two doesn't third work. Coat. But I am attacking the I'm attacking this this third. time because I'm tired I, I'm tired of hurting all the right. time. Well, you're um, all in. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm got to get this done. Well, I, the, a man at 43 who likes to do the things I do, whether it's play tennis, um, uh, work in the yard, come after me, fish, do things on mm-hmm. the water, those kind of things. I really shouldn't be in pain when I'm doing that all the time. Mm-mm. And I really should be able to do that on one day and be able to walk the next. Mm-hmm. And so I'm 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 dialing in it a in. perfect world, yeah. Yeah. So I I'm I'm going to attack it with everything I got and hopefully we can get it fixed up. So but I feel I do feel better today for sure. Yeah. And this ongoing debate between my wife and I about whether I'm really under or not during this procedure. Like for instance, I know I talked to an anesthesiologist yesterday. I know they put me to sleep. I know. I don't remember a thing that happened. Don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but Amanda makes a good point. She goes, you're not, unless you've got, I guess, incubation, you're not. Watch it. You're not under completely. 
Like you're responsive, you just don't remember mm-hmm. what's yeah. going on. Yeah. That's what she said. So she got me. She was like a checkmate moment for me because I didn't know what to say or do. She said, "Let me ask you this: How were you laying when they started the procedure?" And I said, "I was laying just spread out on my stomach." She goes, "How were you when you were uh, when you were in recovery?" And I said, "I was sitting up in a chair." She goes, "How do you think you got there?" Huh. And I thought. That's a great point. I don't mm-hmm. think those folks picked me up and carried me in there. No, and dumped you in the chair. Like they yeah. might have put me in a, a wheelchair, but I had to. They couldn't have just like they wouldn't have had ten no. people moving me around. Mm-mm. Not that it takes ten people, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it was kind of like a, oh wow, yeah. can I see what you're saying. You went yeah. and sat in the chair. We Thank actually you. called the doctor as you were coming out, just asking how things went. Say, I didn't know he was getting ate up by bees. I thought he was just high. That girl in that little bikini. She had a little red dye. I thought, oh, here. If I feel like my leg feels, I'd say they're learning. Yeah. But yeah, he said you, <laughs> your back was good, too. <laughs> Keep on. I got something for you today, too. <laughs> That's always my favorite. <laughs> but no, I'm so, glad you're good, though. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all sound like y'all, really, y'all really, y'all really care. I'm glad you had him on giving a quote. <laughs> <laughs> and here was, here's the anesthesiologist. You know, I hunted coons. You know, 20 years with dogs and all that, and I ain't never seen nothing look like that right there. Coon don't make that noise, or a possum. What makes that noise? I guess the trooper copper does. I don't know. <laughs> what makes that noise? And then he went out to Amanda, and they drove off. They did. Next thing he knew, he woke up and he's at home. Got in the car. Because he was and, under. And she said, uh, she was kind of just trying to check, see where she started asking me some mm-hmm. questions, and I was answering them. And, uh, I think y'all saw a little bit of the whole carpool deal, and I told I clearly the the instructions I had on my piece of paper said mm-hmm. no no don't be driving today. So I told her that I said look it, the, here's the paper I didn't write this on there it's no, typed you up you may have wrote it on there and um, he heard I them. know you mm-hmm. anyway I nearly asked the uh, nurse to write on there no carpool <laughs> and and just for, but I was sad of it I forgot yeah and I completely forgot to ask um, you know I. Dr. Downey and I are having this awesome conversation about Easter and about Jesus and, and these type and all of a sudden I'm asleep. I, I'm like, well, crap, we didn't mm-hmm. get to finish that conversation. Dadgummit. And that was the moment, too, where I looked over and I saw all those drugs that they were going to be injecting into me, and mm-hmm. I thought, this is where you're supposed to ask what exactly that is yeah, for the yeah, person that emailed yeah. you, and then I'm out. Well, maybe you can go back when you get your second coat. Maybe you can, <laughs> you if, can uh, finish the discussion. What if he was talking about Jesus and all that, and then they put him under, he told like a nasty joke? <laughs> yeah, I know, and he doesn't remember it. Doesn't remember it. I do. Goes, and they're like, should we tell him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, filthy. I feel we asked hey. Amanda about how, how, you, how she felt about it. This is- <laughs> okay. Can y'all imagine the stories they have every day? Oh, like we, goodness. the things we encounter every day are pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, between the phones and people showing up here, pretty pretty unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine the things that they go through when people wake up or just going out I or know. in the middle of it. I know. <laughs> you know it, Greg. There's no telling what I said. I, I'm Ain't just no saying. Telling. No, you're right. You're probably calling people. That bit. probably wasn't a filthy joke. Well, you dropping a bunch of f bombs, <laughs> Greg? <laughs> why you got me doing? Yeah, why you, you got that. me doing that? <laughs> wow, you went to the extreme. <laughs> Two minutes past the hour. Bubba, wave at the camera. Bubba's here. He's ready to go. Oh, look at him. Uh-huh. He is fired up, ready to go. Main show starts uh, at the top of the hour. Bubba getting after it today. Watch out now. 
As uh, we roll on back, uh, so Helmsy uh, had the baby yesterday. All is good. Uh, no, he uh, he got the block. Hey, buddy, I love there you too. I love you too. There he is. Uh, we uh, Bubba hugging everybody today. I love it. You Fired shot up. that bird. He didn't uh, hug me. Well, Greg, <laughs> but that's how you. That is your hug. That right? is your good yeah, point. I mean, that is your love yeah, language. You get, you get shot a bird. You're like, man, thank you. I love you too. Good point. And you got teary eyed and stuff. I don't know I what did. that's about, but um. <laughs> But so uh, Helmsy's good. He got his block. He might need another one, but right now he is up and rolling uh, and ready to go for another day. How did your speech go last night? <laughs> huh? To the team? I didn't have one. I did take his golf clubs to him, though, that he needed. Uh, you what you got? Nothing. Okay. I heard you. Well, you moving around? What are you doing? Uh, Helmsy's trying to change locations here. Uh, what you got? You Honest, got some audio? I mean, you spoke to the team last night. <laughs> Greg, you, you've got the email too. Uh, oh, yeah. What? That he was spoke to the baseball oh, team yeah. last night. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, Wait, nobody even knows what you're talking about. You haven't set it up. Well, I had well, no time. I, huh? What's wrong? You tried to do a little motivating. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Well, well tell us about up. it. How'd it go? Uh, it went good. It went good. I uh, went to uh, Tyler's uh, baseball game where he coaches last night, and uh, the running joke yesterday was he texted me. Uh, you felt like you were going to get the call to, to go talk maybe, to the team. Maybe talk to the team. Fire and, them up for area play. Right, and instead he – he. Or so that one guy still thinks that it's not area play. <laughs> and, but uh, yeah. oh, that was all yeah, fair. Yeah, it wasn't bad for him. Cheers, Speedy. I'm going to bring up the bit you brought up That's fine. You well, watch I mean, you all keep um, it up. I'm going to keep it. I'm, I want to impress Ed. Uh, yeah, um, but uh, – so um, so anyway, um, I went to the baseball game yesterday. Gave a and, speech, and uh, I, I I just went. Yeah, I, I, I did I did take his golf clubs because I thought he was going to ask me to speak to the team, but instead he asked if I could bring his backup pair of, he, of which clubs. Which is pretty important. Did yeah. you leave the driver at home like he asked? I did. I did. I don't understand just brought, that. Brought he, just didn't, he didn't want to give the driver away. No, I think the kid had uh, had okay. had certain things, right. but he was he was needing like pitching wedge through three iron or something. So. Okay. Uh, I was able to, uh, but you know what? They lost in in nine innings. You know, in high school they it's go good seven, ball game, yeah. And yeah. at the end of seven, it was one one, and uh, they ended up losing two to one. And uh, yeah, the other but, team, other team's very good, and they hit a home run in the ninth inning to go up two one. And in the bottom of the ninth, we couldn't. Did you feel like after up. your speech that they played well or they responded <laughs> you, well to right. it? Do you offer encouragement from the stand? <laughs> yeah. the Actually, I just took my chair and, and sat there. Uh, but it was it was a very nice, you know, rowdy. Yeah, the you know the rain was kind of about almost there. Now I'm gonna tell you where I got a win. Uh, you know, I talked about the fact that the um, the the school is like a 45 50 minute trip away from where I live, so yeah. going there whatever. And a lot of times, JV plays first and varsity plays second, which means the game's going to start six thirty-seven. Yeah, you do the math on when you get home. And uh, he texted me yesterday. Go, hey, because of the weather coming in, uh, we've moved the game up to four. Okay, oh, I was like, yes, that was good. And I said, so what time do I need to be there for for the speech? Yeah, um, he he didn't. Greg, I've got up. some audio. Give <laughs> it. I like to hear it. <laughs> all right, everybody, we got ten minutes to game time. Let's all gather around. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm not much for giving inspirational addresses. I'd just like to point out that every newspaper in the country has picked us to finish last. The local press seems to think we'd save everyone a lot of time and trouble if we just went out and shot ourselves. <laughs> That's I mean, I'm wasting sports. That's a little harsh. Time, so 
I'd like to hang around and see if we can get. Okay, okay. Hey, that's a little harsh. <laughs> how'd y'all get that? Well, I like that I mean, voice you were me. I didn't know anybody was recording. I'm not into these speeches. Oh my goodness! Uh, I encourage you to go back to yesterday's podcast and take a listen of how all that played out. Uh, it's been a running. Like your speech. It's been a running joke to Tyler, and it is a joke. Hey, son. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime he's had a tough day. Hey, son, you need me to come talk to the team? And it's kind of been a running yeah. joke. Yeah. And so that that was the joke last night. Here, so, here was some more of it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So still going. We won a game yesterday. <laughs> yeah. We win one today. That's two in a row. <laughs> we win one tomorrow. That's called a winning streak. <laughs> it has happened before. <laughs> so let's see some hustle. Let's jack it up a little. <laughs> you got emotional. You well, were. I was fired Real up. Real emotional. You know, I was fired up. Gracious. What if Ricky was on the mound? <laughs> what pitch Pardon would, me, Ray. What pitch would you call? Give me the heater, Ray. I can't believe. Who was recording? I don't know. They yeah, just some email. Nowadays, wow. Nowadays. William, somebody yeah. sent me an email. Yeah. I, I have a running joke with the boys, too, that I don't need to tell them when I'm arriving because they can just sense I'm getting close. Oh, you know, really? That kind of thing. And, uh, and so I told Tyler, I said, hey, I'll meet you for the speech. I mean, I, you won't have to look in the parking lot. You'll know I'm close. You know, you'll kind of start to sense, like, hey, something's different. The air will shift. Yeah, yeah. But it never happened. That never happened. I just Yeah, look, you're, you're a delivery boy. That's who you are. <laughs> That's right. Hey, son, here's your. Here you go. How y'all, how y'all, how y'all doing in there? Y'all need any? Okay, here's your clubs. Yeah. All right, okay, I'll be seated. Hey, good luck. Good luck. I'm going to concessions. I'm going to be right over here. By the way, I think I think Braden, my son, who's fifteen, he may have to interview one of you two um, oh, for something. So this uh, there's this class that uh, that ought to be good. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a it's anyway. I may well, have to well, I hey. may have to pull one of you in at some point <laughs> we'll and go. He's going to interview <laughs> to me first, and, I, and then uh-huh. I'm going to need somebody else <laughs> to interview. I mean, it's a lot of work uh-huh. in this class that he's he's got and. Uh, it's an event planning class. Oh, okay. Boy, and uh, I don't think the marketing director with the Barons has as much work as uh, he's got. But Wow. But, so they're taking it serious. Oh, yeah. yeah but man. but I will say this. One of you will probably be interviewed at some point over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Why, not both? Why not both? Why not both? Bring it on. Maybe be better. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 25 minutes till top of the hour. Come on. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. We are live, and we thank you so much for being a part of the show. During the break, Amanda sent me more of Helmsy audio in the car coming back from his procedure. I was barred out on drugs, and I was driving. And I hit a pole, and I blew out the front window, and landed on my head. That's why it's no good drinking and driving, or drug, drug, drugness and driving. No good, kids. No good. And every day, or I do daily, burn a stick. Obama's the president of y'all United States, and he smokes. Why can't I smoke me one blunt? <laughs> there we go. Well, Here I tell you, is. that stuff had an effect yeah, on man, you. You were a little out of it, weren't you, Helmsy? You sound like half-head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, he does sound like half-head. sound like half-head. That's kind of crazy. Um, all right, so we're back. Drunk, we're ready drunk, to go. A um, lot happening today. We've got a busy show on tap. Uh, don't forget, Will and Meek could spend at any moment. Bible study live today, Newton Central. 
Uh, we have that going for us. Uh, that's noon central. Did you uh, say noon uh, central? I, no, well, I was in the middle of a swallow. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> noon central. I, I had I had a little bit built up in my mouth, and I was like, uh, noon. Yeah, dude. Um, just don't, don't oh, swallow so during good. noon, buddy. Just finish it. You said noon central, then you could then you could swallow. Um, <laughs> all right, so we have a situation in Australia we need to talk about. Oh, what's going oh, on? Oh, on there. It's got something to do with the koala bear. What about a kangaroo? Or a kangaroo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not good, though. Uh, it's a sad day uh, because there's an Australian school. It's a private boys' school in Australia. They have banned mullets. Uh, you cannot Why? have a mullet well, here. It ain't hurt nobody. They say it's untidy and not acceptable. Well. Untidy, they have, they maybe. Have, they have banned mullets. Can someone please explain to me why it's unacceptable? So well, the, I get the untidy part, and mm-hmm. that's just a, you can argue about that either way. You can make good points on either side, but the unacceptable, I don't, I don't mm. get that. No, I don't either. Come on. Uh, the current uh, trend of growing the hair at the back of the head and closely cropping the sides of the head <laughs> to <laughs> to. Uh, that's a, to, that's to a really good one. There. Have the mullet style is untidy. They say unconventional and not acceptable at Trinity College, mm. as the trend of long schools. hair, uh, it, you know, is is in right now. Uh, and and so they're like, no more. We've seen it get out of control. We have too many mullets running around here. And so they, they do. They done. have a mullet problem in Perth. We, yeah. Goodness. Uh, it says students who don't meet the school's grooming standards will be. Picked up by their parents in order to get a haircut. <laughs> to go get that mullet taken care of. Get it cut. Mm. <laughs> All righty. How about JC? Remember, do y'all remember? Here we go way back. Uh, do y'all remember when I said, hey, where's there some good places around the Coleman area to get a haircut? Yeah. Uh, because, Jason, cause, you know, you get stuck up there and, and you can't get home for a haircut. And so um, JC uh, had to have a haircut <laughs> when you – when he would FaceTime us and we would see him, y'all, that head of hair that he had, it it was unbelievable. And he went and got a haircut yesterday, and he got caught up in it. And, and he normally goes, you know, I normally go like a 4-6 or whatever, and the guy cut and he goes, so you sure you don't want a 2-4? A and he's like, yeah, let's do it. And that son of a gun Get that head FaceTimed us after that, and I laughed, short. and I laughed, and I laughed. It is, it is so short. I said, now it's going to feel good in that hat. But oh, yeah. but right now that's funny. That's up. funny. See, I go six two. Y'all see how you much yeah. fun y'all make me. Goodness mm. gracious. Yeah, he's he's tied on the side. Yeah, he's tied and got a little something. It's yeah. funny. It's gosh almighty. But uh, in Australia, it's no mullets. I remember my mullet in high school, and and it was it was always one of those things. I wish my mullet would would have been better. I was good up here, but on my sides where the the flow is on the side, I never like you know permed mine or anything weird like that. But one side would flare out and one side would be straight. Yeah, and that was always looked and, like, and was, my dad looked like would, I was leaning. There would it would reach a point where my dad would tell me it looked like a horse's a, oh. and he would tell me to go cut it mm-hmm. or at least cut it back. Yeah, yeah. So that had a little. I could only get so far. Yeah, I'd get about wedding singer, mm-hmm. and he'd go, "That's about enough." Of That's that. it. I couldn't go nowhere near Joe Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it had to be really bad for this Trinity College for them to put a rule yeah, in place. They got go, issues. Hey, we've got to take this moments. to the. We got to take this to the media. We got to get the word out. Mm-mm. Yeah, we got we got to fix this problem. It says, uh, are you ready for this? Students are not permitted to have mullets, rat tails, top knots. I had a rat tail once. Are you? Did you really? Yeah, I never it's fourteen. Did. That was, that was really thirteen or fourteen. Wow. Summer baseball. Pitching. Top what's top, top knots? Is that? 
what's is that know. is that um and mohawks um what's wrong with the good I've always want, I've always wanted to go with a mohawk like for a couple days I'm gonna look that up uh, also no uh the any other non conventional style cuts are uh, prohibited so well I I Google top knots and this is what it is the women do. Oh, guys do that. that okay. So, guys, that so guys can't do that? That's that thing with the, no, when you well, have long. How about this? First off, you're a guy. Why would time, you want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> what would you say? Didn't Adler do that one time? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that. The man I know, bun. I know a lot of guys, if they're like, if they got longer hair and they're working out or something. You see. Women too or just the men, I wonder? It's the I, old you know, boy school. Oh, it is? Yeah. Who wants so to go guy, there? I'm telling you. Good night. It's one of them private schools, all boys. Well, never mind. I don't even forget Untied. it. Forget I'm, that. Man. That's funny. <laughs> that, ain't a, that ain't a female, but it's the hair is similar. Uh, okay. Well, I just saying. That's what they say. <laughs> I'm like you. Who would want to go to I mean, I look, okay, I get it in middle school, maybe even high school, but college? You're going to send me to an all-boys school? Let me ask you. Let me, in the world? Let me ask you this. What do you call this haircut? And I don't know what it is. I guess it could be a four. Yeah. The side above the ear all the way up to about mid-head, I guess, is just shaved. shaved. Yeah. Now, the top is not that. long for a mullet. It's still kind of short. Yeah. So I don't know what you call that. It's almost yeah, like you they go they shave from the ears back to back behind the ears and mm-hmm. stop. Yeah. So when they have a hat on, it looks like, what is that no, called? What's that, that haircut called? Because it is rampant with... With baseball players, it, isn't it a, a certain type of mullet? It's almost like it's a it's a mohawk that stops. Right, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's, and 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 then you got the back. It's weird, but mo mullet because it doesn't really look like business in or the front. hawk mullet. It really doesn't look like business in the front. No, yeah, it looks a little bit like party in the back, but no business in the front. Yeah, you know, there's it, got to be a name for it. Yeah, mohawk mullet. This is where we need former intern Blair and Karen because she's everything mullet. She she knows all the names of the mullets. I'm sure <clears> this is a this is a mullet. Well, when you when you Google Mohawk mullet, the hairstyle you're talking about comes up. Okay, and that's what so that's what it's called. I don't know if that's what it's called, but that's what comes it up. Doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't go as high on the head the for, for like fade. a a tight a tight mullet. It, it stops right above the eyes. Uh, and where the shaving yeah. goes, so it, like, so when you have a hat on, it doesn't look like you. Holmes's haircut. Oh. Yeah, that's a weird one. I don't know. Funny commercial though, when they're all trying to get his haircut, a yeah. discount, and then, and then yeah. they realize they don't have to. Um, Adler's showing a ton of mullet pictures here, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Trying to dial it in. Outlawed. Yeah, but uh, you see it, and you don't even know the kids have it until they take their helmet off, yeah, uh, or take their hat off, and you're like, yeah. "Oh wow, what I've you, seen that. What you got going on?" Yeah. It's that, but short, shorter in the front. It's, yeah, yeah, it's that, but short. Adler's getting real close now. Um, Adler might go for that. Yeah, yeah, I think be a good look for him. Well, I've always asked him, and I've begged him when he gets his like haircut and he wants to cut it all. Please do it in layers. Let's just start. Yeah, come in one day. Give me different like hairstyles. Yeah, give me different hairstyles on the way back. Yeah. By I the way, I'm getting that. more more audio and video from you last night. Somebody saying that you stepped in about six in and gave a speech oh, during no. the middle of the game. Oh, we got more stuff. Yeah. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, 
we got 10 minutes until top of the hour. It's the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. It's brought to you by ReliefFactor.com. We've been telling you about this great company uh, for quite some time now. If you suffer from aches, pains, or inflammation from time to time, some of us more seriously than others, uh, let us suggest this 100% natural research-based formula that was created to help combat the root causes of inflammation, the body's natural inflammatory response function that can cause those aches and pains from exercising, overexertion, aging, and everyday living. Uh, it is Relief Factor. You can go to relieffactor.com right now. What you're looking for is that three-week trial pack for just nineteen ninety-five. Uh, that's a three-week supply, nineteen ninety-five. It's the quick start pack. Go to relieffactor.com today and see if that can't help you like, like it's helped so many others when it comes to uh, those aches and pains and inf- inflammation. Uh, quick start pack. Uh, it's a relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Yep. All right. So uh, as uh, we come on back, um, Helmsy, as we went to the break, you claim that. Um, Tony from again. Tuscaloosa sent me some. Uh, uh, Tony. S- Tony from Tuscaloosa. Hey, Tony. How you doing, buddy? Uh, Tony from Tuscaloosa, if you're just joining us, uh, it's a running joke a at the, audio at, they got at the Wilburn household that, uh, that, um, and it, it's just a running joke that, Hey, Tyler, now he's coaching at a high school in Alabama. Uh, Hey son, if you need me, I'll come talk to the team for motivation. That's a running joke. Anytime he, you know, comes yeah. home with some coach talk of how, how tough practice was. Son, do you need me to talk to him? Yeah. You know, it's, that's kind of the joke. And so yesterday they had their big area game. It started. Uh, and, um, I thought, cause he texted me, wanted to know if, if I could be at the game a little early, was I coming? I thought, well, this is it. He's going to ask me if I want to talk to the team. And it was just to bring him his backup set of golf clubs. Well, Tony, that's all it was. So I, that was the joke. Well, and, Tony um, said there was, and he said he can't believe that you would be the one to do this because of your secondhand embarrassment yeah, uh, deal. Yeah. He said, but there was some secondhand embarrassment last night about the sixth inning mm. yeah. where he saw Speedy crawl through the, like go through the gate and get in there and, uh, and talk to the players. <laughs> we got audio. He's got middle of the six. Yeah, here's the uh, here's the audio. Mm. Take a listen. Wow. You ought to get the ball around the infield. You ought to get your way down to first. You lollygag in and out of the dugout. Do you know what that makes you, Larry? Lollygaggers. Lollygaggers. What's our record, Larry? Eight and 16. Eight and 16. How'd we ever win eight? It's a miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle. This is a simple game. Mm-hmm. You throw the ball. You hit the ball. Mm. You catch the ball. You got it. Mm, wow. Yeah, Boy, well done, man. Speedy. How did he get that? Uh, That's pretty good audio. Thank did you, he Tony. follow me out there? How about assistant coach having you out? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Larry, by the yeah, way? Larry's I don't helping. know. I don't know about that. Oh, my gosh. Y'all have you fine. Yeah, um, Larry. I just went. It's a great movie. Um, so uh, during about that same time, we had uh, NCAA uh, Elite Eight going Ooh, on, man. men's basketball. What? Dang, I missed it. Dang and um, and I was I'm, I'm a women's. little bit mad at you, Helmsy. Why? Well, because you're Marco and Polo and half. <laughs> and and I'm laid up. Uh, and you never told me about the referee passing out at the I Gonzaga game. I didn't see it. So see, he was even bored. So Gonzaga, I'll tell you what I was doing. I was watching uh, JSU baseball play yeah. Sanford last night, and I was watching them on ESPN. Nobody passed out in that. And Braden came upstairs and he said, why are you not watching the basketball? And I said, honestly, completely forgot it was on. What's going on? And he said, well, well it's not. Been, he goes, it's not worth watching. Gonzaga's killing them already. Mm-hmm. 
And so then I never went back. I watched a little bit of Michigan UCLA. Yeah. But um, so I didn't the, see this guy pass out. Well, uh, he did. Uh, he was scary the, moment. I yeah, understand. yeah. I mean, he was one of the referees, and and he is uh, really in the corner of the court, uh, right at the baseline, and he just falls like a tree. And uh, and he ended up like that a he girl was, on American Idol. Yeah, that he was a little lightheaded or something. I don't know if it's dehydrated, you Somebody know, said low, low said sugar or something like that. But they uh, he ended up getting back up. But they put him on a stretcher to wheel him off, and he's got his hand, his arms he crossed like he's like he's mad. so mad. Yeah. He's like, so I'm that guy. Yeah. Uh, he said he hit his head pretty hard. Oh y'all, he fell back. And mm. when he fell back, you know, when you're passing out, when you have, you, no you're all, you know, you can't go back yeah. and catch yourself. He right. does look mad on this stretcher. He, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he's buddy, mad. I'm Greg. sorry, you heard. You ain't got to get on. Well, mad think about, about it. it. He's probably thinking about it. He's probably yeah. got buddies like us. Yeah. And it's like, hey, did you pass out on national and they TV? Go cut his check. Yeah. Probably had a chance to work the final four, and now right. that's out. Right. Some well. kind of protocol he's got to go through. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, so that that's really a bigger story than the game because Gonzaga ended up beating USC pretty bad. Final four is set, uh, and it's going to be Saturday, April the 3rd. Houston and Baylor, they're the early game. Cougs and the Bears. It's going to happen around 4.15 Central Time on Saturday, and then uh, around 7.30, uh, 7.35, it's going to be UCLA, the 11th seed, upset Michigan. About that. Uh, they play Gonzaga. Uh, and Bruins so that's, and the that's the four. Now it's down to four. Uh, the four. final four <laughs> is set. Collision course for Mullet and Stash. Mm-hmm. So here's my question to y'all. All right. If you had to have Timmy at Gonzaga, mm-hmm. Stash, mm-hmm. or I think I don't want to say his name's Mayor, but I could be wrong. The guy for Baylor that has a Mullet, mm-hmm. you have to have one of those styles for one month. You go in Zag Stash or Baylor Mullet. Oh, I'm Baylor I'm, Mullet. I'm going Mullet just because I'm bald and that would be kind of cool to have hair. <laughs> it again. would be. And so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mullet for a little okay. bit. I go Baylor Mullet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm rocking long. it too, babe. I, I am. Mean, I think it I am is. too. And I try to hold on to it as long as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I go back to this because we can grow facial hair. You know, yeah. strong enough to represent Timmy. Yeah. Uh, and so that's but who can done. turn down a mullet? <laughs> who who can? Come on. I know Todd Jones is is even proud of Timmy's uh, little stash thing he's got going on. Handlebars. What is that called? What is that? Thing? I don't know. I call it the Timmy. It's a goatee without the middle part around the chin. And his deal, this deal where, where when there he makes is. a big play and he he kind of he touches it and then mm-hmm. kind of waves to this really yeah, strange. Yeah, right. But I think they're going to go on and win this thing, be 32 and 0 and I'm do something. I'm calling upset in the finals. Okay. Who, who's going to do it? Baylor. Huh. Okay. Wow. There I am doing it. <laughs> um I'm going with that mullet look at it. Yeah. It's a strong mullet. It is. I like the mullet too. Uh, you know, the, the, just this straight up stash is back in. Just the guys are just growing a stash. How you how you feel about I, that? I'm not going with that. I wish you would shave your your goatee off I'll and just that. go straight stash. Okay. Yeah, for so, maybe a, a week or two. Okay, you in? Yeah, I might do that. I'm serious. <laughs> I might do it. Well, I've, I've asked you. You know, the challenge that I have I'm for you, I've asked that. you to if you'll shave your head bald like me, no. I'll grow mine out, and you won't do it. No, because it won't. I mean, it's struggling anyway. Well, if you I think that, I wouldn't struggle? Never, I'm talking about it's never coming back. My horseshoe with the little what ball little I have won't come back. If I do that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, final four set. Uh, the referee going down. That's a big part of last night. I missed most of that. And to your point, Helmsy, I I, I get home. Uh, the the game flew by, even though they went well, uh, not, they, even, though they, even though they went <laughs> extra innings yeah. into the night. 
uh, I got home because the pitchers were just it was the probably wouldn't goal. have went in extra innings without your speech by the way. Tor- well, thank you guys. Uh, and so it flew by. So I actually got home uh, in time to watch most of the JSU Samford game uh, and got a little frustrated halfway through it. Uh, and um, and then you know, well, I mean, it was it's 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 it's, it's harder to throw strikes than <coughs> just talk about it. But we, we, we had I, a strike I think problem. There is a we've talked about a pandemic. Had a trouble hitting the zero strikes. On. Yeah, hey, we, yeah. everybody we, when it gets on you and you can't do it, right? <laughs> it's so frustrating. It's hey, hey, it's every one of them too. Yeah, it's unbelievable. You're dreading throwing the next pitch. I yeah. want to throw it. And Tyler always used to tell me, Dad, if you're frustrated, how you think I feel? Yeah, you think really I want bad. you think I want to throw balls? No. <laughs> I do wonder these kids. That's the opposite of what I want to do. I do wonder sometimes. It's part of my speech. Well, <laughs> I do wonder sometimes. Hey, can y'all not just widen you, you thought a little bit? Like, yeah. you're trying to hit a specific spot, and I get that. Mm-hmm. But when you've thrown twelve straight balls, maybe mm-hmm. just maybe just search for the middle yeah, of the play. Just right. anywhere. Close. Just yeah. anywhere close. Right. I mean, I it is it is so frustrating. Walk well, you know after walk doing. after walk. Ball yeah. after ball, <laughs> some of them not even close. I know, and it, it, and it's at every, he hit the bull. And it's at every, <laughs> I mean that kind of thing. And it's at every level too. Yeah, I know. And speaking of baseball, if you're listening live, today is the 31st uh, Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow, just heads up, it's April Fools. Don't get fooled. Uh, but it's, it's also, also opening, opening day. Yes, it is. Opening, Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. What if they day. come out and, and said it was April Fools? They really wasn't. They were going to be the next day. <laughs> That'd be something you would do. Yeah. What if you came in and were nice early and you're like April Fools? <laughs> you really mean? Okay. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Is it Rick and Bubba? Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Past the gravy, please. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us. Uh, we start this hour with a national anthem.
and a half minutes past the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, they are all here and ready to go. We'll update you on the stories uh, around the country, inside the show. Might even have a Rick and Bubba flashback today to a classic story of the past. Uh, Wednesday Bible study back today on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel, live at noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern, rolling through the, uh, the new series, Knowing God. That'll be happening again today, archived soon after, and links available on all of our social media platforms. Uh, looking forward to chatting with you at the number I gave you, and learn it, 866-WE-BE-BIG. That is the number to be on the show. Anything else you're telling your phone to call uh, is likely our office phones, but your messages are owning us. Just know that whenever we eventually get around to listening to them. Across the way, look at there. Uh, there he is, uh, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as a silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master at a king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Bubba, how you doing? I'm good. Kevin Derryberry Ministries uh, having their big. Uh, we, we've done this for years. Their their golf tournament's coming up April twenty ninth. Yep, yep, right so, around the corner. Uh, just FYI, to all of you, Bubba, how are you? I'm good, sir. Uh, let's see. Today is uh, what March thirty first. So yes, sir. We are done with the first quarter yep. of twenty twenty one. See you. The year that we look so forward to to try to put twenty twenty behind us. Yeah, and I I tried. I, all I can say is I tried. <laughs> I looked at my beautiful little wife yesterday, and and we we spent the afternoon together. Had some a project going uh, at the farm, and she's looking at all the beautiful spring blooms and saying, "I'm so excited about Easter on Sunday. Everything looks like it's going to be so beautiful." And uh, I said, uh, "I I told you not to plant before Easter." No, and, I know. And and I know. she and she said, "Well, I just you know I, I want." I said, "Have you seen the forecast mm-hmm. for Easter weekend?" And she's like, "No." I said, "You talking about a freeze?" Coming up on on Good Friday, is it not unbelievable how every year, doesn't matter how warm it's been, mm-hmm. when you get to Easter, you're gonna have some cold weather. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's usually winter's last stand. And and, and this year, even Easter showed up early in April, but it yeah. didn't matter. I mean, yeah, it, hey, hey, it didn't matter. You know, it's I, you, sometimes when it's it late, it'll still matter. get you. Yeah. And uh, so Sherry got she was confident that we were gonna make it, and I said, now you're gonna have all kinds of plants. You're gonna have to try to bring in. Now some of these you can't dig up. They're gonna they ain't gonna make it. Yeah. Yep. And I'm not. We're gonna Did she look. get out there and put the uh, newspapers no, over them and everything? No. No. 
God, God love our Man, our little house. Death. Yeah, our our house. There's I always a, thought that looked good. It looked like somebody littered. <laughs> our commitment to our commitment to plants is very similar. Oh, their house has uh, been vandalized. Sherry loves oh, yeah. Sherry loves plants. She loves flowers. She loves she loves but but there's a limit to it. It's if if cold weather's coming, there's not this strong commitment to save them that some people have. Now, if you're in a pot and and we think about it, you might get in, but if you're if you're out there in the ground, you just own your own. Yeah. There, there's just nothing we can do for you. Yeah. Yeah, good luck, a, but but good it, luck, little plan. But I got the, <laughs> I got to laughing when I saw where we live uh, in the south. Our forecast, yeah, for Easter weekend. I mean, we're going to roar out of the 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 mid seventies into the twenties on on Friday morning. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's going to be sweet. Maybe yeah, Rick, yeah. she could get one of those big heaters like they put on the sidelines of football games. Mm-hmm. It looks like a cannon, yeah, mm-hmm. and just shoot heat out across the bed. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's not going to. It'll just help. You know, it'll keep it maybe mm-hmm. a degree or two yeah. warmer than it would be. Well, the, the sad part is the stuff that's there year round. I, I don't know enough about flowers to know. Is that in some of this stuff? I've actually I, I don't know what they're all called. I, I don't know plants. Like yeah, I don't either. I, she, I she wish knows, I was better yeah. at that. She knows all this, but there. It's a habit. I know daffodils look pretty when they bloom, yeah. but I, I don't even you know. But there's this. There's, about all I know. There's certain. I don't know what Rose. these. I don't what these Boy, things are. There, yeah. There's some of them. You know, our 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 house. You come down the driveway to my house, and then it sets up on kind of a ridge and drops off the back. So whatever, there's some things planted. Here on the on the hump coming down, and then there's stuff all around the front of the house. And my issue with them is that they do when they bloom, they are breathtakingly beautiful yeah. for a very very short period of time. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. talking about a short period of time. I mean, there's a moment. Everybody run out here and look at it right. because it's take gonna, a picture. Hurry, it, it's going to go from absolute. Somebody get a picture. It's going to go absolutely. I mean, beautiful. You can't yeah. even believe something like that. You you see, well, there's God showing us again in the fallen creation Himself. But it, but then again, He reminds you it's a fallen creation, and they're withered up and gone so fast. I don't know what these things are, but they they have a glorious moment. But it is. I tell you what, they are. They're one hit wonders. I mean, they've got. They, what they, what they, are they, you? Don't know what. Nah, name they have a big hit every every spring. And then, and then it's just then it's gone. It, it's, just, it's just not very long. You, you know the plants, is and it, I, I think it's called a daffodil. Is it azaleas? Is that what it is? Uh, I that, don't know what it is. that that I see blooming at the toward the end of our hunting season, mm. and you'll see them out in the woods yeah. even. Oh, or yeah. uh, there was one place we used to hunt that there was an old home place, mm-hmm. and the, it was like a log cabin mm-hmm. back you know mm-hmm. hundred years ago. The thing has completely dissolved, disappeared. The only thing left is the daffodil square yeah, where the house that. used to I've be. I've seen that. And I think that is the coolest thing. Now, there's an old yeah. chimney there, too. We, we live. You see exactly where the house mm-hmm. was. Well, when you get down, leaving the house now, when you get down to the farm, we're located in an area not very far from a very, very famous place where people, they call it petals from the past. And they've kept these, these seeds from these plants that have been around in our part of the world. Really? For a long, long time, and they got other stuff That's too. Good. But they ship all over the country. I've, I've heard, they were telling me about this year. I mean, they ship their stuff. I mean, you you probably you may be watching us in Oklahoma. Go, yeah, I get stuff from them or whatever. Hmm. But see, what's cool if you got into get out into what we you know, where we're from, we call the outdoors the woods. Now, yeah. Some of y'all may call woods. it forest, or, yeah. or yeah. but when you get out in the woods, <laughs> you'll find stuff all the time out there that you're going, wow, look at this. And what we're what we're realizing, birds, of course, go over there. And then the and sometimes they'll eat seeds or do whatever you get it and then or and you got and then they'll fly not far, I mean we're not far from it so there's stuff that seeds get in the ground out there 
sometimes. Like mm-hmm. we found, like um, Sherry was telling me, and I know I, the reason why I'm saying Azaleas because mm-hmm. I know that that was talked about yesterday. She said there's actually something called wild Alabama azaleas that you'll find out in the woods, and they're, they're different than the ones that people have mm-hmm. around their houses. And we found some of those yesterday. Which is kind of it probably is azaleas, and I'll tell you why. Because they only last, they only bloom about two weeks to three weeks. Mm-hmm. And the reason I know this is yeah. because Augusta National, that's known for the azaleas. Okay. And what they'll do is they'll actually time the uh, the way they treat them with the bloom ready for the Masters. Because they only have about a two or three week that's period in order to do that. So you, you've probably got no, that's exactly awesome, what it is. They look fantastic. They do. They're unbelievable. Boy, not for long. I know. I feel so sorry for Sherry. I hope they make it. Because where we live, to your point, yeah. as the front comes in on Thursday with 20-mile-an-hour winds, yeah. it's going to yeah. poor little things. I hope they make it. Well, they'll make it because they've been there for a while. But now the stuff she just planted, mm-hmm. but will it be blooming and beautiful on Easter? That's, right. a different, that's a different animal. Yeah. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Show that takes the other show's lunch money. Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Bubba, I, um, we you we actually have, um, uh, you, you especially, because you dealt with him uh, from a business owner, G. Gordon Liddy uh, has passed away at the age of 90. G. Gordon Liddy, you know, he uh, he was uh, involved in the Watergate scandal yes. with Richard Nixon. He, They say he was actually the mastermind that came up with the idea of what they were doing. Right. And uh, he went to prison for a while for yes. that. And yes. then uh, yes, he when did. he got out, he started a, uh, uh, a talk radio show that we used to carry on the AM station where we started, Big Wax 570. Yeah, let, let, me, uh, let, let, let me just tell you all this, okay? <laughs> Y'all, y'all may get bent out of shape when Rush Limbaugh was still with us, and and Hannity, and and some of those people may. You just can't believe if you if you had been when talk when this talk radio first got out there and Limbaugh was having success and everybody was trying to come up with the other show that could make the same kind of money. There were a lot of attempts before we ever got to a Hannity and some of them, and there were two shows that ran on on the on the on big wax that mm-hmm. we're talking about right now <clears throat> AM 570 yep. okay which was our sister station and where my wife was the newswoman and then became the newswoman for our show and I was the chief engineer and Bubba was chief yep. engineer oh, if these two shows were on the radio today <clears throat> i think people would be crying like that woman that cried oh. when when Trump was sworn in mm-hmm. i think people would just be running in the streets crying and that was the G Gordon Liddy show and Ken Hamlin, the Black Avenger. Oh yeah, yeah. If, if Ken, AOC would be openly weeping. Let me tell you yeah. something. If the if Ken Hamlin and G Gordon Liddy uh. were doing the show they did right now, people would you, you just if you open up mm-hmm. your window, you just hear people screaming because the people would be so hurt by the mean things that they would say. They wouldn't be allowed to say them. No. And yeah, that ought to concern us a little bit. We lived in a time where even people could hear these guys and go, well, "I don't agree with that," and move on with their lives. And we are now we're we are getting less and less free as time goes on. Uh, there was a time when people said things. If it bothered you, then you just let them know it bothered you. But they had the right to keep saying it. Yeah. Um, 
G. Gordon Liddy. What considered dangerous. He, right. Rick, he. They're a jerk, but there's no law yeah. against being a jerk. His talk show, he would literally open the Washington newspaper and read out it. Yes. And you would hear him rattling the pages, mm-hmm. and he would just read it like it was a yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah. <clears throat> you're catching up on the news. And he was very difficult. Now, being the engineer, I had to deal yeah. with the automation system. Listen to this story. This is a great that, story. That ran his show. I know some of them probably programs ours <laughs> go, yeah, right. Right. Uh, but he wouldn't keep the brake windows. No, he wouldn't hit the brake. And, and the automation, the way that it would work, like if you were going to do a break at, uh, say, 630 uh, or 30 minutes after the hour, you had about a five-minute window to start that break. And if you didn't do it, it would jump to the next break, which might be at 45 minutes right. after the hour, yeah. let's say. Right. So he would blow by that break. And then go to break, and and so we would be a break off the whole time. He he would blow through the window, and there was nothing you could do with the automation to to fix that, because he was just so unpredictable. He wouldn't stay on any kind of format clock whatsoever. So, our boss at the time, Mark Bass, the Hammer, he would call and complain about it. You know, and he would he would say, "Hey, what's going?" On? I said, "Look, Mark can't do nothing about it. This is." The, he's taking breaks outside the window of our, our equipment. We can't do nothing with it. So we would go in, we would have calls. And I mean, th- this happened three or four times. And, uh, and Bass had called him one time and I'm sitting in there and it's on the speaker phone in his office. And he's just ranting and raving going, look, we're, we're going to drop the show. We can't do this. Our commercials are all screwed up. We got dead air, you know, nothing's working right. And the guy who managed the show said, look, Mark, uh, Bubba, let me just be honest with you. We can't do nothing with him either. Right. Okay. He's been to prison. What do you want us to do? Right. <laughs> what do you like, want, like, you know, what are we going to do? Put him in jail right, for, right, for right. doing this? We can't do nothing with him. Can you imagine sitting down trying to talk about when to hit brakes to a guy that's been in federal prison? Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> and, and Bass said, well, we're going to drop his show. And he said, honestly, he don't care. Right. He couldn't care less. Yeah. So that that's kind of. The G. Gordon experience. And, and didn't, he, didn't he also would like hit something? You you hit something where he would hit something on the uh, while he was doing the show and he'd make the break start sometime or something. Who was that? The whole, Maybe that was a different guy. The whole thing was just very uh, hard to manage. Let me mm-hmm. put it that way. Yeah, he yeah. was. But, a, but it, it it drove Bass crazy sometimes too because he'd sit there and read the newspaper. But yeah. and that and was he, my least favorite thing yeah, he did. But, now, now when he would and he was to, very monotone yeah. and uh, he was very matter of fact about a lot of things that were very upsetting to people. You know, he he uh, he's the one that came out after the Ruby Ridge thing. Please don't miss this. Mm-hmm. And he, this was said in microphone. And he told mm-hmm. people, he said, "Look, if federal agents are are storming your property, shoot them in the head, not the chest, because they're wearing bulletproof vest." Yeah. And boy, people lost their mind over that, and there was people oh protesting. And he ended up winning like a free speech award from some group for that. Yeah. So and he was very proud of that. Yeah. He he really, I mean, he was a Rick, as my granddad would say, he he was a cutter. Yeah, he was yeah. he he was he would get you if you would listen, you would become well versed on how to use weapons. Oh yeah, and I mean, he was yeah. discussing guns and and this gun and that gun and how they operate. I mean, all the time. And then, like I say, when when he starts telling you, look, if if you if the government storms your house, don't shoot him in the chest. You need to shoot him in the head. Yeah, and he, I mean, I mean, this was all on his show. And uh, it, <laughs> couldn't do nothing you know, with him. He also kept referring to a certain surgery he had. And, well, yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said he said he couldn't sit, he couldn't dance, uh, so he had he had reduction surgery so he could uh, yeah, you know normal. enjoy things better. Right. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, gosh, he was. 
He was uh, an interesting cat, no yeah. doubt about it. And uh, so, and Jeep- how about old Ken Hamlin too? You brought him up, oh, the Avenger. Bubba. Oh, we, Bubba. we used to call each oh, other. Going, Bubba. did you hear what he said? Ken- oh, I used to listen to him all the time. Gosh, Ken Hamlin. Oh, Rick, they would be. He would have him crying in the corner. Right when when you could send him to his email, and he would send you a letter, a reparation, meaning that he has now forgiven you for slavery, yeah. and you're free to go live your life. And, and he would send it to you, and you could yeah. you could frame it and put it up. No, and he he was he was a black man. <laughs> yeah. And uh, don't forget, he would welcome new stations in the South by playing Dixie. Yes, he did. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't. 35 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. I hope, I hope, if you are listening to this program or watching us on the YouTube channel today, I just hope that you're not driving an automobile that no longer has a warranty on it and you've done nothing about it. I just hope that. Because uh, it doesn't matter how much money you've saved for filling the blank. Your automobile couldn't care less about that. And if it breaks down, it'll say, I'll take that money. Uh, or worse, you don't have anything put aside, and and you you couldn't you couldn't pay for that if you had to if it broke. I mean, it doesn't know that either. So here's the deal: if you have an automobile and it doesn't matter how many miles are on it, if it doesn't have warranty, and you'd like to get it under a protection plan, uh, and a, and a protection plan. Here's how this works from Car Shield: um, you pick the ASC certified mechanic of your choice or the dealership or whatever you want to do. Uh, they will deal directly with them, and 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 you protect yourself through Car Shield from the from these items that could be big numbers, okay? And boy, with these automobiles today, these sensors and computers and and all that. So if it's a covered repair, they will pay the ASC certified mechanic that you chose directly. Now, here's what you always always have under their protection plans: you always have twenty four seven roadside assistance, and you won't be charged for the rental car that you need. So that that's all covered as well. So so go ahead and go to carshield.com or you can call them 1-800-665-2157. Whether you call them or you go to carshield.com, whichever you choose, mention Bubba. Uh, your old buddy Bubba always gets you some savings. So that'll be 10% off whatever protection plan that you pick. Uh, you can also find a link for CarShield uh, there at rickandbubba.com. CarShield cars go farther. Uh, so be sure you're you're with them. All right. So Helmsy, yesterday you left the show. Uh, I, I, I don't know how deep we were in the show, but you had an appointment yesterday. Yes, sir. You you have some back issues, mm-hmm. and uh, and and blocks are, are a modern miracle, uh, medical miracle for a lot of people. Yeah, give their life back because when you're in pain, especially like Bubba was talking yesterday, and there's all sorts of different things. Bottom line is you don't like a a, a, a never ending constant pain really of any kind. Right. But no. when it happens in your back, it, it affects how you move, and and it's just I mean there's so many people with back trouble. Uh, but you uh you you went to get a block yesterday, and you do this how often? Well, I've I've done it before, but it's uh, it's been five years. Okay. And, well, that's and my, good. now my block didn't work for five years. They're usually good for six months to a year. Okay. Um, if you get a year and a half out of it, you've really done like you've stretched it about as long as you can stretch. Understood. It. And the first time I did this, um, I, I had one. It really didn't help. Um, and then like three weeks later, got another one. The second coat is like, they, this is the way it's always been explained. It's like to me. painting. It's like painting. 
you put a first coat up there, it looks really good, but it needs a second coat. And so I needed a second coat. I did that. It was a game changer. And so for a year and a half, I was able to go back to doing the things I've always done. Well, it wears off. Then time goes by. Then you find yourself not doing a lot of things that you used to do. And then you just kind of give up and go, well, I don't, I just not, I don't have the energy. I don't want to do it. My back's hurting, blah, blah, blah. And so I stayed in that mode for about two, three years. And then last year I got serious about it, went to get us to schedule to get a block. And then that's when COVID hit. We mm. had a pandemic. Mm. So that pushed it even further. And so the new year I said, okay, I'm, I'm finally going to deal with this. And so yesterday was the, the day that we dealt with it. So I've been seeing the doctors and going through that process and got it done yesterday. I can tell already that I have relief. Like for instance, and I don't, I can't date it. I can tell you it's at least a year. It, it may be longer, but this morning I woke up, um, with no pain in getting out of bed. No pain in sitting down to tie my shoe or getting back up after or having to move around in certain ways to tie shoes or to grab this or grab that. Oh, my gosh, I need a block. So so I, I, I do feel that. So there was, there was some immediate relief uh, right. that I've received from this. Now, I will say this. I can also tell that I'm going to have to have the second one. The second coat. Yeah, I'm going to have to have the second yeah. one. Now, in the kickoff and, hour, they were playing – like I guess they have to put you under what local? What, mm-hmm. what do you go under? No, so they put you under anesthesia. So yeah. there's an anesthesiologist. Out? Am I out? Well, this is a debate that's going on in my house right now with okay. my knocked wife. Me out when I had and one. so and so um, my well, wife. You get knocked out when you get your teeth cleaned. Right. Yeah. My wife is a medical. <laughs> my wife is a medical professional, so yeah. I can't really argue with her on this front. No, but she's got I, you. On but this. I know this when when they take the IV and and apply the medicine. It's about 10 or 15 seconds, and I am out, and I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. I don't feel anything. And then somewhere along the way in the next hour, they wake me up and say, we're done, ready for you to go home, and you're loopy as can be. So she said – she this is her checkmate moment yesterday, which kind of got me just to hush and go, okay, you're probably right, which leads me to a major concern of, me, of mine for right. me, for yeah. me personally. Right. She said, how were you laying when you went under? I said, I was laying on my stomach, face down in this little comfy thing, laid out straight, mm-hmm. you know, and picture. Kind of like Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Rick. <laughs> no, no. You're, it, you're it, right. It sounds like a massage. Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah. Okay. So that's what's going what? on. Oh, I tell you. What? She Sorry, goes, okay, so when you woke up, where were you? And I said, I was in a recovery room in a chair. Mm-hmm. And she goes, how do you think you got there? You think they just lift you up and put you in there? She goes, this is one of those things where you are you can respond, you just don't remember it. And I'm like, well, that's, that's scary. That's scary. Wait a minute, time out. So oh, you're yeah. saying that I can respond yeah. in these moments? They yep. can ask me questions? Oh, yeah. So here's – and I don't know if that's true. I'm just telling you, you know, what. Tell them what the answer what, was. Well, mm, that, I'm worried you're not responsible. <laughs> what am I saying in there when this is going oh. on? Uh-huh. I've, see, I'm going to pull Dr. Downey aside next time, uh-huh. and I'm going to say – Doc, serious business. Am I completely out? Am I talking? Am I responsive? And if I am, what am I saying? Well, now you. But Hams, you're not responsible, though. I mean, you right. can say anything. Yeah. You're not responsible. Yeah, what you are, it's just like somebody that that had too much to drink. Well, and, and somebody says, "Do you not know what you were doing last night?" And they go, "What did I say?" Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, yeah, let is, me tell you. Of course, you're under the. You know, I mean, yeah, you're, this you're, is a, this. You didn't do this to yourself. Right. This, I, I don't yeah. think anybody can hold this against you. I, it's a I medical agree. Procedure. I yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Agree. Right. But there's a reason he keeps going back. I, I know. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. So, so you think you were completely out, but your wife says, "No, you're you weren't. She you just says, don't remember it." That's that's what she says. Yeah, and and she's it's, probably right. It's and, just like when they do. 
the, the endoscopy and all that stuff. Same mm. thing. The mm-hmm. what? Yeah. When they run down your throat and your butt and up the other way and Greg, all that. No, see that's that, completely not out. Not your butt. No, you're not Greg, 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 well, you'll go when they butt, do, when Greg. they when they do a colon a colonoscopy, I was completely out. Well, no, you don't remember it. But you're, were they you? Don't that's put a the breath, thing. They don't put the, put you under and put the breathing thing on you and all that. I think like they did. You, no, they don't. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> they don't. See, Greg, Greg, I don't remember. No, that's the key. I know that's my concern was I just didn't want them to get those tubes mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg, Greg, amen to that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, y'all mark those, right? <laughs> Greg, I, I was, Greg, I was <laughs> just, Which way does red go? I was just, I was just thankful I didn't remember. Yeah, you wake up and you're in the room. Yeah, but how about that? But the last memory. But every time I've had surgery, I woke up and I'm in a room. Yeah, but I'm. Talking about when they put you in that deep, they put the thing in you and all that. You don't know what I did. You weren't there. I know. Greg, quit well, talking right. down. And to here's the have you had a colonoscopy? I have not. Okay, then. But I'm due one. You Me need to get one. Both. You I need know. to get one, Paul. We're going well, same day. I, I'm afraid to go because of, of the last yep. thing you claim you see. We're going. Oh. We're getting a two for a deal. <laughs> I mean, yes. if, if, if that's, that's that's the last thing you see. Well, on. you think it's bad to be on your side like that, Helms? But see, you know you have a back problem, so it's not really bothering you. What's real bad is when all of a sudden you you ain't got no drawers on, and you're over on your side, and everybody and everybody's closing in on on your backside. The last thing you remember is everybody standing around ready to go. <laughs> I mean, go ahead and knock me out before that. Yeah, yeah how please. About how about this? Why don't y'all knock me out when I get here? Yeah. yeah I don't I, I, the, the last thing you, that I've heard one time was, hey, boys and girls, let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, the last thing I heard was the eagle has landed. Yeah. I don't mind if you knock me out fully dressed and just take my clothes off. Just well, don't let me be a part of it. Saw um, an uncomfortable moment yesterday. I'm so picturing that. Clearly says on the directions <laughs> right. that if you don't want to be in a gown, there's certain clothes you can wear and keep them on, and they'll just maneuver around them. Scared of a gown? Sweats or something. Well, of course, you see people walking in with blue jeans, and they're being told, hey, we've got to put you in. And, and so they get frustrated. It's like, well, if you just read the directions, <laughs> you wouldn't pants. be frustrated. They have pajama bottoms or sweatpants or something. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Some shorts. Yeah. 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 had a kilt. Jim showed up with a kilt on. shorts. All they had to do was lift. What if Hamzy walked in with a cutoff on a pair of shorts? But, no. uh, but uh, Jim, how's he do it? So, so she made. So, what it is? You're not all the way out. So, and and so when we do, and we've had these moments. One of them made a best of. Oh, that's good goodness stuff. gracious! Oh yeah, when we um, had Joan. I love y'all. So you're talking, and you start. This is when you start remembering things. So mm-hmm. if I'm talking, then I, you got to think I was probably talking before I remembered it. Oh yeah. And so I, I don't know. There's it's no telling what you said. I'm hope, going to get hope, to the Rick, bottom. Nobody of. funny looking walks in because she'll say something like, "Hey, mm-hmm. nice, nice oh, big yeah. head you got oh, with yeah. that little body, yeah. something like that." You know? I probably won't do that, Greg. That's not my yeah, personality. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what you would. That's do. what you would do. Wow. Yeah. I'm Matter of fact, you do you do that when you're not under. <laughs> <Right. laughs> well, imagine if I was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so but you're feeling better. I am feeling better. Probably have to have another one. And then I, I've been told that I'm uh, a candidate for this. Radio frequency ablation, which is uh, a new deal they're doing that I'm probably going to probably going to do. That's a third code. Just ask them what the frequency is, Kenneth. That's right. Yeah. We'll be back 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. We got ten minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us today. All right. So, and I know we, um, with no interns and, and Harry Murdahls, uh, all with various jobs to do. Uh, I know we had some people trying to call there to kind of answer the questions on whether we are 
you're put fully under on this kind of stuff or not to kind of help hams. But Amanda would know, but uh, we're not questioning her. But we'll, we'll try to get some of your phone calls in on this to help us. But I had a question I wanted to ask before we move off of blocks and colonoscopies. Uh, uh, but, but anyway, the, the colonoscopy, all we're asking there is if you're put fully out or not. But back to the blocks. So, Somebody sent me an email and said the colonoscopy and what I did yesterday is, is the same exact thing as far as anesthesia. Okay. okay. Well, who, yeah. who said that? Well, we don't know. We don't know whether he was all the way out yet or not. Great. Who said that? Right again. I've heard people refer to it as the don't give a dang shot they give you, but they call it the other. You ever heard that they give you that I don't give a dang shot? Yeah. You're not yeah. completely well, out, but you, you They call care. it. Well, that's the one that I usually get as they roll me in, and then they give you the, hey, good night. Yeah. I got Moderate to- for sedation, I think is what they refer to. Because to me, you know, what what's taking place in both situations, I just don't think I could take a normal, say, well, I'm sleepy, and go to sleep and not be disturbed by what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, so so I know it, you, it's uh, – I got you. I know what you're saying, Greg. Yeah. But here's what I was going to ask you about the block format. And and I know a lot of people have had them, so they're, they're yeah. successful. But I remember, you know, like some of the things that was that, that were controversial at one time involving f- football and sports is that they would give you a false sense that you were okay. Yeah. But then you would go back to playing as hard as you would play, even though your body is screaming, watch out, watch out, we got problems. Yeah. And people would tear their legs up, tear their knees up, tear yeah. their hamstrings up because they couldn't feel the signal from the body, we got a problem. So when you when you say you can go back to doing things you couldn't before, yeah. and, and I'm just speaking from total ignorance, it's obvious it's okay because people have done them. Why doesn't your body damage itself more when it's now been numbed and it has a false sense that everything's okay but it really isn't? And you go back to to exerting yourself the way you couldn't before because the pain wouldn't allow it. Good you question. Have, good question. Isn't that a good and question? I, and I understand. No, it is. Yeah, I understand. It is. Yeah. Why doesn't it make it worse? Are you Are you going? No. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I don't know exactly. I have I have a couple of theories. One, um, sometimes you have areas that are inflamed that are overproducing pain, and they try to bring it back to yeah, a normal that makes sense. situation. And a lot of times, uh, depending on where it is and what it is, and some of the nurses and medical people can talk about it, you, you need to calm down an area so you can treat it and make get it stronger. In other words, there may be some other things that, that Hams is doing, and I don't know, but they have to get it so he can work with it. Right. See, that's another thing. So, Dial it back and that's a, a that's a reason. Uh, the first time I did it, and I had to have a second one. The swelling it wasn't really about that general area, mm. but the swelling was so bad. On the first shot, all it did was diminish the swelling, so that I could actually start doing some exercise and stretching and yeah. things like that. And then they were able to get in there with that second one and get to those areas arthritic. I got some arthritis issues as right. well. And so, to answer your point, I, I mean, to answer your question. I don't know if it's one of those things that's false hope for six months to a year. That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, and like y'all just said, though, that what y'all are talking about may be different than I have a muscle that I think is okay and now I shouldn't be pushing it, but I am. Like, for instance, I remember. Like inflammation. See, that makes all the right. sense. Well, you got to deal with inflammation. In college, I remember taking a fastball off this right here, right, right here, off the wrist. Mm-hmm. Clearly broke my wrist, and probably shouldn't talk about this, but got a steroid shot in order to keep playing this last few games of the year, okay? I still had a broke wrist, right. but that steroid shot allowed me to keep playing until I could address the major issue. I think with this, it's just an L4, L5 disc, right. deterioration, arthritis, and it's not necessarily giving it a false hope that so that there's actually something going to get worse. It's just – 
hey, we're going to get you to where the swelling is not so bad. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. What's that? I said you got some people. Yeah, that, uh, I, I want to get to experts. Yeah, I want I want to get this one uh, uh, first. Mark in Alabama tells you not to get the ablation. Uh, Mark, go ahead. So this is something he's considering. You say don't get the radio frequency ablation. No, sir. No, sir. My wife's had it twice, and my first cousin's had it. And my aunt's had it. And for what you have to go through, and for no longer than it works, if it even does work, it's not worth it. What, what it, do you? It's not. Good. What do you mean? What you have to go through? And then you get emails of the opposite. Yeah, right. <laughs> See, I've gotten ten emails already from people going, "It was a game changer for me. Don't do any more blocks." And basically what I've been told, it's the same exact procedure type that I'm going through. So what do you mean what you have to go through? Well, what they do with it, what they do at the radio frequency, they actually go in and burn the nerve into it. Correct. And for my wife now, I can't speak for everybody, but for my wife, it was very painful. Was she not under? Was she not under anesthesia? Are you talking about the after effect of it? That's what I'm saying. When she come, when she come out, it was very painful. Yeah, the healing the was very painful. The recovery. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and it didn't. And, do, and it, they, it, did this, they did this twice within two years. And her results and were not really did. worth the recovery. No, sir. No, sir. Not no. For the relief she got from it was not worth the pain that she went through to get it. What is she? If that makes any sense. Has yeah, she does, has she does. gotten any relief since then? Is has she done anything else? What did she do before? Yes, well, they they put a stimulator in her back they done this to her they done it to my first cousin and that's where they go in and put paddles not uh, paddles or or leads in your back with a battery yeah that's under your skin and it has wires that goes to your spine which it it supposed it's supposed to act like a jammer and it blocks the, the, the the pain Going to your brain, so you don't know you're hurting. Yeah, I got you. It, it makes your nerves look one way, so you don't. So that was other. better than the ablation for for you, Chris. Uh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Wait, was that his first cousin? Yeah, now your wife, then first cousin. Great. Chris, go ahead. Hey, how are you guys today? We're good. Good. So, just to answer some of your questions, I work for a spine doctor, and we do epidurals, and there's several types of back injections. So. Um, your sedation you guys were talking to, I guess you got some answers since then, but it is a max sedation. So like you said, don't remember, don't care. Um, but actually, you don't have to be sedated to have spinal injections. Yeah, you're right. We do, we do tons every week in office with a local. It's just a patient preference. Yeah. Um, I was asked that question, so, and I told them I wanted to be out. <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised how many people who say that, but then when they do it with a local, they said, why did I ever go through that? Um you can eat, you can drink, you can drive yourself home, and you're in and out of there in an hour. Huh. Um, so it's something you can consider. But um, I heard somebody talking about the radio frequency ablation just now, too. But yeah. it is. It just works for some, works doesn't work for others. Same with spinal injections. So, yeah, yeah we, um, we do see a wide range on any procedure. Some people yeah. say it's life-changing. Others say, hey, that didn't work for me. Yeah. So, hey, will that radio absolutely. frequency procedure work on knees? <laughs> <laughs> so, so an, it just sounds like the the previous caller they weren't a good candidate and wanted to try it, but yeah. it didn't work yeah. Oh, yeah. work out. So, yeah. so what we have is the local. That means I'm numb, but I know what's going on. Yeah. Then we have what you had, and and they do for colonoscopies, which yeah. is the max sedation. She said, where you don't know, don't care, can't remember it. She still hasn't. 
answered, or I have not answered the question. Are they? Are we talking during all this? When it's happening, when we're under, yeah. are we? Are we speaking, talking? Are they communicating <laughs> with us on any level? When I had the colonoscopy, no one mentioned any me holding court or anything, and I'm I'm sure that I probably would have if had the opportunity. But are they supposed to tell you? I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. I want to get to the bottom of this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six Stay minutes past the hour brother. of the Rick and Bubba Rick show. And Thanks for being with us. Uh, top of the hour. Uh, has uh, has passed, and now we are rolling into another hour. So hopefully you've been updated there by your Rick and Bubba station. Uh, if you have anything going on with uh, some more of this uh, springtime weather that's rolling through, different parts of uh, the Rick and Bubba audience, Speedy here, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Adler. Uh, welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged, and we're also very glad to have James Spann, America's weatherman. He's a man with a Mayweather plan. He's a Well, James, uh, people who have uh, been through some of the very, very rough weather we've already experienced uh, this time of year, uh, it doesn't take much. It's uh, kind of like the dog that uh, uh, used to run out to the road and finally got hit by a car. He Every time he hears a car, he gets a little nervous, a little frantic, and runs in a corner. And our audience, uh, they're, they're, they're a little, little sensitive right now if there's any form of severe weather out there. So uh, let's hear from you. Uh, how, we'll look back. Uh, after we've got today's forecast, we'll look back because we haven't talked to you since last uh, uh, Thursday's events, which were uh, in, uh, really affected uh, everybody on the show in some way, shape, or form, including you. Uh, but first of all, tell us about today because I know that's what people want to know first. Yeah, well, we've got kind of a dual threat, fellas, today of flooding and strong to severe storms. The, the risk runs from Louisiana all the way up to near Washington, D.C. and Baltimore. The higher probabilities are over parts of southern Mississippi, the southern two-thirds of Alabama, much of Georgia, much of South Carolina, up into parts of North Carolina. And for people in that, and this is in advance of a cold front, we should mention, and for folks in that zone, uh, you'll have the dual threat of heavy rain and flooding and a few strong to severe storms. There could be a brief isolated tornado in that zone today, but the main threat for most people listening to us today will be from strong straight line winds. And of course, the problem is the soil is so saturated that trees tend to come down a little easier with stronger winds. So just be aware of that today. You're probably going to hear a number of severe thunderstorm warnings and flash flood warnings and just kind of pay attention to those. And already this morning, fellas, uh, parts of Mississippi and Alabama, they've experienced over three inches of rain with some Mm. pretty significant flooding problems. So 
Uh, and you know, the other big problem, it's folks are trying to drive to work and you got flooding and you know what we say, turn around, don't drown. And that's a, you know, a, a meaningful statement. Uh, more people die in floods from tornadoes. So we've got that risk of flooding today. We have the chance of strong to severe storms. And the other thing, guys, once these storms pass your location, whatever you're listening to us, it will be turning cold this afternoon. For a lot of people, they're going to start the day in the 70s. They're going to wind up in the 40s. So you drive to work and it's, you know, your short sleeves and you're driving home. It's windy, it's cold. So just be ready for the change. And for a lot of people across the southern states, they're going to see a late season freeze, which is nothing unusual. We always have these things in early April, but uh, temperatures are going to go into the 20s across much of the deep south. I think the coldest morning is going to be Friday morning, probably some frost all the way down to the Gulf Coast. So Mm. Uh, I hope you didn't plant too early. And then we start to warm up over the weekend. But the good news, after we get through this event today, things look much calmer for the next week or so. Now, James, this system we're talking about today already did damage in Mississippi overnight, correct? Yeah, there's been some scattered uh, damage in Mississippi. And again, we've got some flooding issues. In fact, uh, uh, starting to see some images of roads actually washed out early this morning. So uh, we've got uh, some scattered damage and Uh, some roads that have been taken out. And that's why, you know, this, you know, if you see water running across the road, you don't know what's underneath that water. Right. And, you know, it's just not worth it. And, you know, most of the problem, nothing personal guys, but it's us guys, you know, you got your big truck and I'm going through that thing. (laughs) uh, I've seen, I can't tell you how many, in fact, I I got, uh, saw a couple of guys uh, that tried that stunt this morning and it didn't work out for them. Thankfully they weren't washed off the road, but uh, they're stuck in the middle of floodwaters out there. So just uh, take it easy and be kind of weather aware today. The one thing I do want to mention, you know, tornado warnings, everybody listens to those, but very few people listen to severe thunderstorm warnings. And my point is always this. I don't care if the wind is rotational or in a straight line. I need to know about it. And if you got 58, 60, 65 mile per hour winds, that's going to knock down some trees. And so just kind of pay attention to those today if you've got any severe thunderstorm warnings issued for your area. Well, and you mentioned the flooding too. That's another one of those things we don't pay as much attention to. And I know just recently, Nashville, we had what, seven deaths from the flooding there. Um, So um, it's it's serious too, but just as you said, just follow. Uh, the the common sense and don't don't try to be a hero and you're probably going to be all right but be aware of it. Um, so James, looking back to last Thursday and uh, you know there's always things to talk about uh, all over the listening audience, but I don't know that we've had um, uh, tornadoes that hit so many members or nearly hit so many members of the show uh, where we all live and, and it, it, everybody you included. Uh, we're in the path of one of these tornadoes. And can you clarify for everybody, because you know how social media and you get so many. I've, I've seen so many pictures of your house that are not your house. Uh, can you clarify the damage that was done? Uh, uh, we did. Let, we, we let everybody know that your your wife's OK. She 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 was fine. Scary moment, I'm sure. Can't imagine what it was like to be on the air and that happened uh, and know that your house had been hit. But can you kind of clarify that today? You know, and understand, my house was in the path of an EF3 tornado. That is horrifying. Yeah. Uh, and there is damage all over. It, it's, you know, the war zone lookout here. It's horrible uh, where we are, but the house is intact. You know, I saw a lot of these pictures on social media showing these houses just flattened. You know, this is James Spann's house. That, that That's not my house. We, we have trees down. We got roof damage. But 
for us to go through an EF3 tornado and to have the house intact, we're absolutely blessed. It's going to take weeks and months to clean up all of this stuff out here. You know, it's a long process. It just doesn't get fixed, but the basics, we're fine. The power is back on the roofs on top of the house and we're blessed. Uh, everybody's safe. I, my, my concern, I don't like attention focused on me. You know, people were very kind to me. I had an army of these folks that came out here Saturday morning. I didn't, we don't know what to do when this stuff happens. You just don't know what to do. And they had, you know, all the chainsaws and the chippers and the shredders and the power tools. And, uh, they got the trees as many as they could off the house and out of the yard. And it was just, they they did incredible work and they wanted nothing. They just showed up. And that is so refreshing. It gets so discouraging for me guys, you know, I have to live in the social media world and it's nasty. You know, people are hating over there and it's just a place to bile and hate and vitriol and division. And uh, you, you start to lose hope in humanity. But after what happened out here with all these people, this army of people just wanting to help and to start the process, uh, it, it restored my faith in humanity. So trust me, there are very good people in the world, but I don't like this attention on me. There's some people that lost their homes. Yeah. I mean, they lost their homes. We did not. Now, there's some people whose relatives were killed in this. I mean, just horrible situations. And uh, and, and not just in cities. That's the other thing. I mean, you know, we tend to focus on metropolitan areas where a lot of people live. you got people hurt north of Highburger, Alabama, you know, northern Perry County. you got people in places like Ohatchee and Wellington and Sawyerville. People don't even think about these communities. So please yeah. remember them and that they have great, great needs, and they're the ones we need to focus on. Well, it was great to hear because I know all the churches sent out crews everywhere. And the church uh, where we live, we're so fortunate. These churches do such a good job of getting people on the ground. And I loved hearing some of them coming back saying, we got there and there was so much help. We kept moving around to find somebody that needed yeah, help. Yeah. And eventually there yeah. were so many people helping. We finally found a place where we could go work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's a good problem to have when you have so many people willing to help. And, and James, can you talk about the, the group that came over? Uh, there was a great story in our local media about it. Uh, can you tell us a little more about your prayer group? Well, every every weekday morning at 745, we, it's a seven-minute prayer group, seven minutes, 745 to 752. Uh, you know, it's just kind of a way to start your business day. And of course my business day starts at four o'clock, but I'm here (laughs) in the home studio and it's just a great chance to, you know, spend some time with some friends and hear some good words and pray before the day starts. And, uh, I've been on this group for a while and, you know, these are different businessmen and different business women from, you know, different places. And boy, they, they just jumped in. I didn't ask them. They just showed. And it, it, it was just, I, I felt it is hard being served. If that makes any sense. No, uh, I like serving others. I, it's just hard, but uh, I, I was so touched by what they did. I will never, ever, ever forget that kindness. And, and this is hard guys. You got, you guys know how big trees are. I mean, oh, yeah. around here, these big hardwoods that come down on houses and things. And uh, so, uh, and I told him guys, next time this happens, I'm the first guy on that next crew to go help somebody else yeah. uh, because I want to do what you guys did for me. I, I, my wife doesn't let me play with power tools, uh, but hey, uh, I, I, I got some upper body strength. Yeah. I'll pick up some stuff. You can and, drag you know, a limb. Stuff around. Yeah, you can drag, drag <laughs> some limbs out to a pile, can't you? Yeah, well, yeah that's great. Hey, man, absolutely. I'm, at, I'm down there at that gym. I can pick up some heavy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> James, thanks for the update. Yeah. And, and everybody um, – you know, listen to what's going on today. It looks like it's mainly going to be, but again, wind is wind, and uh, and flooding is serious, and 
pay attention to what's going on and uh, then get through your day wisely. we got a cold front moving in, and then after that, maybe we'll have some calm for at least a week or so. Uh, we'll be back 16 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two minutes past the hour. Your phone calls are coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. There's plenty of room for you. Dial in here. Let's have a conversation in 30-second segments. A long distance, directly assistance. That's the beauty of the phone troll is that we have 10 lines ablazing here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, so it's easier to get in. Uh, but then we also do a phone troll, so we use the 30-second buzzer. To get a lot of people in quickly, and you make comments, you ask questions, you bring information to the table. Now, let me tell you, meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs will get an immediate buzzer. Those are not allowed in the troll because we're trying to get a lot of questions, a lot of comments, and, and, and if somebody needs to be expanded on, Bubba has a timeout, so does Helms. Mike out of the great state of Alabama gets started. He's got 30 seconds. Mike, you're on the Rick and Bubba show. Phone trolling. Go ahead. Yeah, hi. I've got uh, an L5 that collapsed on me for working on chips, and uh, nothing worked. And my chiropractor finally recommended going to uh, see somebody who did a prolozone, which is liquid ozone shot in. And I went from not being able to do anything to it has worked wonders. I get it like twice a year. Uh, so that's another thing that can be done. Liquid, liquid ozone? Yeah, it's liquid yeah. ozone. You know, I've never uh, heard of that. Have you? Anybody ever heard of liquid ozone? No, First time, Mike, thank you, man. I'm glad it's working for you. Rich in Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I had two two type of RFAs. The first one was traditional where they put you on the table, put the screen over you and kind of look where they're sticking the needles. There's a new procedure that a doctor does in Pensacola, which is where I had mine done. It's, it's endo. He actually makes small incisions around the deal, puts his scope in there, and then he puts the a radiator because it's like a needle with a lead on it, and then that's how to heat it up. And so he can see the. Yeah, that, that sounds a little bit like that topaz thing down a little bit. Well, they just poke up. holes in that, right? Yeah, they didn't microwave it. Yeah, Robin in Athens. Robin, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Yeah. A little more careful around the back. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I was calling because I'm a healthcare worker and I do procedures with a mask anesthesia, and I know. You guys are asking if you talk during the procedure or not. Yes. Um, so there's a very short, like, seconds as you're going under, and then seconds as you're coming out where you might converse just a small amount. But during the procedure, you don't talk at all. You're snoozing. You're getting the best rest you've ever had. Yeah, and you said you, you actually got to report what you did, right? Actually, because I, I was, yeah, I reached out to Dr. Downey and just, I was a bit and text him and just asked right. him, you know, hey, I got to know, what 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 did I say yesterday during all this? And he actually said you were asleep for about five to seven minutes and didn't say a word. Um, he said you were breathing on your own. He said it's just like twilight sleep, but you were out and didn't say a word. Okay. And then I talked to someone else That's on the relief, phone. That's relief, isn't it? It is. Hmm. It was a huge relief. And then I talked to someone who's in this business as well, and they said that people do communicate, most sleep, but there is people that there are people that communicate um, during this and say things. And he said, you wouldn't believe it. I've gotten some crazy emails this morning of stories oh, yeah. from nurses and anesthesiologists who have had these stories. Well, I told you all, and I can't talk yeah. about it, but we had a pretty, pretty wild one yeah. a couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't involving me, but somebody yeah. that I knew very yeah. well. 
Uh, Melissa in Alabama. Melissa, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, good morning, guys. How hey. you doing? Uh, I'm I'm also a, a healthcare worker. I work in the OR, so um, I've done hundreds of colonoscopies. Um, they use a drug called propofol. It's very short acting. So that's what I was on yesterday. Long. Yeah, that's right, and that's why you got. That's why you woke up so quickly. Um, and anesthesia affects different people different ways. The lady just before me, um, you know, she said some people talk, some people don't, and that's exactly true. Um, we have people that just ramble and just say the most incoherent things. <laughs> if you do talk, there is very, very, very a high percentage of the the stuff you say we won't even be able to understand. Is that the drug that Michael Jackson was using to go to sleep? That's the very one, yeah. Uh, the milk, he called it. Give it's me the called, milk. They call it milk. The, the anesthetists of the world yeah. call it milk of amnesia. Yeah. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> Give me the milk. <laughs> Thank you. you, you Matter of <laughs> fact, yesterday, <laughs> Only right, one before, time left, you got one right before yesterday, I, they told me, I said, okay, I'm getting the milk. Did I you really? made that comment. Did you really? Yes. Well, because I know, Bubba and I have talked about this before. Can you request chocolate milk? (laughs) Susan and Hayden. Susan, go ahead. Yes, I have the same problem with arthritis in my low back. I tried the steroid shots. I tried the ablation. And the only thing that has helped me is relief factor. And it worked wonders. Yeah, it it feels so good when this all-natural product is the answer. And it's not for everyone, but it is for a lot of people. And you're another example of that, and uh, I take it uh, every day too, and I, I definitely see the benefits of it as well. So that's, I take it every. That's what worked for you. Yes. And, and and look, we always tell you it is worth a try. Why not try it? Yeah. yeah. You got uh, nothing to lose. Uh, let's go to uh, that's great news. Nicole in Birmingham. Nicole, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Well, I just have a solution to our border crisis issue. Okay. Instead of sending them to the towns in Texas and hotel rooms in Texas. Ship them all to Washington, D.C., because they're the ones that want them in the first place. Yeah, you know, that's the famous, uh, I, I want something to, to happen. I don't care about the inconveniences as long as it doesn't inconvenience me. Mm-hmm. But you know, if they if they had to live the way the Border Patrol people had to live, and mm. you can't even hardly get them to go down there. or You can't take a picture or anything. Nope. Uh, Jade and Madison, listen to 100.3 The River. Jade, go ahead. Jade. Hi, Rick and Bubba. Hey, hey Jade. Well. We listen to you every morning. I'm a fan. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much. Hi, Rick and Bubba. Hey, <laughs> hey, guys. Or a lady. Is, is this all? No, it's either siblings. Siblings. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for calling. And thank you so much for listening. And uh, thank Mama for making sure y'all get to hear Rick and Bubba. Mm-hmm. Sam, Lake Martin. Sam, go ahead. Hey, y'all were talking about Helmsley and his block and the anesthesia. I just wanted to say, with him not remembering what was going on and waking up, now he knows what uh, Greg feels like on a Friday. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Bob in West Virginia. Bob, go ahead. Yeah, I got a funny story. Uh, Anesthetized before surgery. Uh, There were several delays. I was in the prep room all day watching Texas Hold'em on TV. And after I come out of surgery, I asked the nurses, did I say anything funny or anything? I said, no, not really. He just kept saying, I need a three. I need a three. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That is really yeah, good. good. Thank you. Thank you guys on the phone trail. We'll come we're, back. We're all afraid of what we would say. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Right? Yeah. Because I say enough stupid things when I'm awake. <laughs> yeah.
I mean, you can't really be held accountable. No, I don't think you can. To me, I put it in the dream world. I can't yeah. be held accountable for what I dream, right? Right. Yeah, no matter how inappropriate it is. Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. All right, so MyPillow.com, what do we always say here? What do we say on the store? Well, I don't know why we want to let all the leftists out there, and they can do these kind of things. Can't somebody else do them? Yeah. Uh, Mike Lindell is saying, yeah, maybe we should, those that are, are put in a position to do these kind of things. And if you don't like doing business with Amazon, what about doing business with MyPillow.com and something that Mike Lindell and his company have created called My Store, My Store, S-T-O-R-E. And when you go here, it's uh, it's just like going online and ordering uh, things that you need. Uh, these are you know entrepreneurs that uh, Mike Lindell has looked into, likes what they're doing, and wants to make their products uh, available to you without you having to go through Amazon to get them. And there's there's some great one. Ooh, beach bark brittle. Uh, that's uh, America's favorite new building toy. Lux blocks, uh, gourmet poultry rubs from Madison Park Foods, and great books to buy. Uh, you also have uh, the world's greatest. Uh, I love this cereal bowl. Uh, the the bonnet wrench, Bubba. This has you written all over it. The <laughs> bonnet wrench. I like that. Uh, right side up apparel. Uh, made in America socks. Hundreds of items to choose from. So go to mypillow.com and you'll see my store. Click on that and check out these companies and shop. Now, as far as what's there at MyPillow, you, you still can use the promo code Bubba and get 30% off their weighted blankets, uh, their down comforters, their new accent pillows, their throw blankets, their bathrobes, their pajama sets, all of that using the promo code Bubba and, of course, the world's greatest pillow. Go to MyPillow.com or RickandBubba.com. You'll find them right there under the Sponsors button. So Bubba, we were we you and I. When did we get to talking about this flashback in Rick and Bubba history? Uh, Just recently. Yeah, yeah, and and actually, I was uh, I was talking to some ham radio buddies this morning, and uh, one of them mentioned a name that always strikes fear in anybody in the radio industry, and that is Angelo Diddy. And and tell everybody why Angelo Diddy strikes fear in all broadcasters. Well, Rick, he was uh, he was the engineer in charge of the Atlanta office of the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, which regulates oh, yeah. the broadcast industry, everything to do with radio waves, ham radio, CB, all that stuff. He was the big cheese over there from like 74 to 1990, and he had worked in other parts of the country too, but he was, uh, he was very feared in our industry. He was... Uh, uh, kind of a little short Italian guy with a lot of passion for what he's doing. Yeah, man. And uh, I saw him tear up a few people a couple of times. And uh, okay, we used to have to go to get our our ham radio license to to Atlanta to the Russell Building, and it's a big federal building over there, you know. And it's scary enough as it is if you're you know old country bumpkin like we are. And um, we we would go over there, and they'd do all this, and then he would come in. They had a classroom, I don't know, about 100 seats, and he would come in and give the speech before you took your test. And then he would walk the aisles as you were taking the test. 
And I had him grab up a guy's calculator in front of me one time and take the batteries out of it and throw it on the ground and, and chew him a new one. Mm. And I'm sitting back there, you just almost shaking, going, oh, my gosh. That was 40 years ago, by the way. And uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, my gosh, just don't speak to me, Mr. Diddy. Just don't say anything. I don't want to look up. I don't mm. want to make eye contact. But he, uh, you know, he, he would go out and do these inspections on radio stations. And he was feared. He was tough. He, it was like, you know, the IRS. If they wanted to find something, they would. Um, and and he cost people, you know, radio stations have to pay fines because they were, you know, found well, yeah. uh, to be out of compliance somewhere. And he, I mean, there was a couple of people I know, he cost them their jobs. Let you me know. tell you what it was like. If you've ever seen the movie Elf, when Angelo Diddy showed up, it was like Miles Finch. Mm-hmm. Miles Finch, Miles Finch. And, every, and everybody gets up on their toes. And, yeah. But and, no, he and wasn't it, a little guy. He, he was just, you know, normal. Yeah, I, I, I just meant right. that, that, that <laughs> strike that, like on that show. Now, he wasn't much bigger than, than well, Miles Finch. Well, he, he, was, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was a little wide and, and right. kind of balding. But you know that last how you but, thought you had to clarify Well, that. I just right. want to be sure. So he's still scared of him. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so. You, I am, I'm sorry. I'm but you know when somebody whispered Miles Finch and everybody, and everybody, oh my gosh, it's Miles Finch. He's here. So it was that way. So, of course, you know, Bubba and I have done every job you could ever do at a radio station. And for a, a brief moment, I was I was program director, which I can't even believe I'm saying that. And uh, and I was supposed to fill out certain logs and and stuff. Uh, and 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 so Angelo Diddy showed up at our radio station, and and uh, and, well, and, f- and they were just fear. And so we have a Rick and Bubba flashback of what happened involving Speedy and Angelo Diddy of the FCC. And, and let me tell you why he was there. He retired from the FCC in 1990, but he, he joined in with these broadcaster associations and the Society of Broadcast Engineers and all this. And what they did, they made a deal with radio stations. They said, I tell you what, we'll come out and do a mock inspection for you. We'll tell you where you're deficient. You fix it. And if you do that, we will guarantee you the FCC won't come out and inspect you for two years. It was a great deal. It was free. Everybody said, well, yeah, heck yeah, let's do that. You know, plus it kept everybody legal where they were supposed to be. The FCC didn't have the manpower to do all that stuff. So it was good for everybody. So Angelo Diddy, when he retired, he joined this uh, this uh, program. It was called the Alternative Broadcast Inspection Program. And you would actually invite them to come and do this. Now, Angelo Diddy didn't do all of them, but we drew Angelo Diddy in Gadsden. Mm. And at the time, I was the chief engineer, and when I thought, oh, boy, you know, this is, you know, oh and I'm still it's scared Angelo to death. And, and, when, and when he shows up, I'm really nervous. <laughs> so that morning, we worked on a lot of the technical stuff. So I carried him to the transmitter site. We looked at all that. We looked at, uh, you know, the big wax and the antenna array, all this kind of stuff. And it was draining. Rick, I mean, it's like being put under an exam. Every word you say, every breath it's you Angelo take. Diddy. For hours on end with no break. It's Angelo Diddy. And I had him in the car. I had to talk to him. You know, I mean, I was a nervous wreck because I go, I don't want to say anything. You know, people said, well, you don't, this is not a real inspection. He's doing it this. It doesn't matter. So, it's Angelo but Diddy. You, but you don't want to get a checklist that looks like you're a good one. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't want to get like <laughs> You don't want Angelo on. Diddy to think you don't have your act together. And I'm know? still scared of him, honestly. <laughs> We're all scared I'm of terrified him. of him. And, uh, you know, I told him the story about him ripping the batteries out of that calculator and throwing them on the ground. I thought he'd think that was funny that I remembered it. He didn't think it was that funny. Didn't even laugh. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not a big laugher. <laughs> uh, not, not, a big not a big laugher at all. No. So 
my part was done yeah. at lunch, and then at that part, I handed him off to Speedy because I had parachuted out of the program director duties, <laughs> yeah. and, and given and handed those right over to Speedy massively. So, so now, <laughs> the second part of it, the, there was two parts of the inspection. One, they would do the physical plant, I knew you know, Diddy was coming. Uh, of the station, <laughs> and the second part is they would do the paperwork. You know, we used to have to keep oh, meter gosh. readings, uh, EBS tests, all this logs, kind of stuff. Logs, stuff. logs, galore. Gosh, the logs. logs oh, paperwork. The logs. Oh, so my. I handed him over to Speedy for that, but it was at lunchtime. And when I, I remember handing him over to Speedy, I said, he is yours. I, I mean, my blood for I'm, I'm right. just, I'm, I'm so nervous. I can't hardly drive the car to get out of here. I just got to have a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were going to go eat lunch. Of course, Speedy invited me. I said, Tell you what, got something I got to do. Well, you yeah. really were. Make it. You really were upset. You turned yeah. lunch down. Yeah, that was. So I <laughs> leave him in Speedy's hands for the afternoon and to go to lunch. So Speedy, tell us what happened in, so, in this in this Rick and Bubba flashback. Should should we just come back? Should we go to break early and come back? Well, well yeah. I, and let I don't me just, want you to be rushed. We've only got about a minute and a half. And left. let me just say, you uh, brilliant. You're gone. Yeah, I'm out. All right. Uh, and I'm already. I couldn't I'm, take on the program director duties and be. Alabama. Well, I, I remember calling you, Rick, saying, I, "You know, this is this is the most anxiety I've had in my adult life, and I, I'm just I'm so glad to be done with this. We we got a good report card, a few minor things, that, you know, no big deal, and uh, I was just so glad to be done with it. I could not get out of there quick enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I realized pretty quick, mainly because of the weekend schedule. In those mm-hmm. days, every single shift on every single radio station." had to be filled with a human being. Mm-hmm. Voice tracking did not exist. It was not developed. Live person in studio every single shift of a 24-hour day. A lot of paperwork. Okay, and um, and so once people kept calling me on the weekend because so-and-so didn't show up and I kept having to drive back to the radio station and do another shift, I went and cut a deal that if I was going to be Alabama's last outlaw and host America's favorite radio show, <laughs> I could not continue to be program director. <laughs> right. and, uh, and, and so, uh, and so that that job was handed to Speedy, and now Bubba just handed off the most feared man from former FCC, Angelo Diddy. And we're all we're all nervous because Bubba has set the stage. Well, Miles Finch is here. Yes, uh, <laughs> Miles Finch is in the building. So I'm like, so he's mine. Okay. And so when we come back. What happened next changed our relationship with Angelo Diddy forever. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, Miles, um, so what do you think? Can you fly in tomorrow? I'll give you five hours tomorrow, not a minute more. Oh, that's, that's great. I'd like a black S500 to receive me at the airport. I need the interior of that car to be 71 degrees exactly. We can do that. Mr. Hobbs? <laughs> Got me seeking for the last week of Hobbs. All right, so let's set it up. Speedy is the program director at a, at a radio station where Bubba is the engineer and I'm the morning show host, and we're all working to try to make what you currently uh, hear come together but we're all doing all kinds of different things right former fcc um what would you call his he was the engineer in charge of the atlanta uh, office for like 20 years angelo diddy uh and we just found out he passed at the age of 87 rick keep in mind he's in charge of every radio station every police radio every cell tower yes everything answers to him in the southeast united states we're all terrified of him he has finished his day with Bubba the engineer. Bubba, 
showing how shook he was, turned down lunch. Some people are suggesting this man was so scary that Speedy paid for this lunch. Mm -hmm. We don't think that's possible. Likely the company did. Uh, but anyway, probably accurate. Yeah. So Speedy, we didn't say Speedy was that afraid. So, so you went to lunch. Yeah. So Bubba hands him off to me, and the first thing Angelo says is, "I'm hungry." Right. And so I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I've got to go to lunch with him." So was your hey, car set at 71 degrees? <laughs> not, 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 not. All right, all right, well, go. and so the suggestion was to go around the corner to a place that was kind of a buffet format, and you could just kind of do whatever you wanted to do, and and make you know whatever kind of uh, lunch uh, you wanted, and then go sit down. And so you're back and forth a little bit, going back for seconds or whatever. And so I'm sitting there with him, and I'm a nervous wreck. I'm probably, <laughs> you know, right. I'm probably talking because I'm a little speedy at the time right. uh, with hair. And uh, picture all that. And so we're sitting there, and we're just in small talk, and, and he's talking about stuff. And I'm trying to get him to tell me old stories so it takes up most of the lunch to where he doesn't start grilling me on certain things. So tell me about this, and oh, tell me about that. Right. And he's telling me everything. And then all of a sudden, he, he takes a bite, and I don't know if it was me asking him a question while he was taking a bite. Uh-oh. But all of a sudden, I, I start seeing – I start – he kind of starts doing this. Like he's, <clears throat> like he's hitting his chest. He starts going <clears> – <throat> what, what, what is he doing? And, 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 and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And so I'm sitting here – and I'm looking at him, and then he's like, "Speedy," and, and, and he can't he can't breathe. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, Angelo Diddy is choking right now." Right. And I'm like, "You need some water." I mean, you know, breathing a nose. Right. Yes, and I'm, right, and I'm, right, and I'm right. like, "Good night." So before you know it, above, I've, above I've, the word Angelo Diddy is choking. Yeah. Before you know it, I have walked around, and I'm like, you know, if, if this is him, I've walked around. I'm like, "Are you okay, sir?" And then he's like, <laughs> and, 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 and he's going down. Oh he's going he down. is going down, and he's his face is turning. He's like, yeah, right, yeah, right, you know, right, he's right. like going down. So the next thing I know, I'm like, <laughs> and, and I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm giving him the Heimlich, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like. <laughs> and, and hey, it, it was kind of hard getting your arms around him. He it was, was it was. I had to kind of get up in there, and and I'm just, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm, I'm a pulling. <laughs> I am, I am pulling so hard. Show me hard. again, one more time. All right, use the chair. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, sir, are you okay? Are you okay? And he's like, he's like, and and then I'm like, are you okay? Are you? <laughs> and I am just a pulling Speedy. It's Angelo Diddy. <laughs> and I am all of a sudden he, he's like, <laughs> oh. So you, you so he alive. he dislodges you dislodge yes. the choke. Yeah, and I'm talking about he couldn't. It was over. You know, if you ask somebody if they can breathe and they answer no, then they're getting something, right? He couldn't. And, he couldn't. And it's it's caused quite a stir in the restaurant because I remember talking. Oh yes. To you, and you said people like started clapping. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, everybody's. Yeah. You know, I mean, like everybody's over here. Look, Rick. They're getting. <laughs> then they see you know, what's going they're, on. They're at the buffet and they're looking, and all of a sudden, everybody's like. <laughs> yeah, speedy. I'm like, we're good. You saved Angelo Diddy. And then so now it's that uncomfortable moment where we weren't finished, and now you're just sitting there going. You were you were going. You were I gone. Mean, you, you, did, did what he, did Angelo Diddy do next? Did he say, "Hey, thank you for saving my life"? Yes, he I mean, did. Yes, he did. He said, "Thank you so much." I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, and I, I forget what he was even eating that that got lodged there that did, we couldn't that, that got him down. But but after that, let me just tell you, the rest of the day, right? Was well, gravy. At, no pun intended. I, I hate to say this, and and I'm not proud of this, 
He okay. loved us. Let me be that. clear. I'm not proud of this. Bubba said Then it. I've got the rest of the story. Yeah, Bubba and I, <laughs> okay. all, the first thing that, that when we heard this, the first thing we thought of is, now we got him where we want him. Mm-hmm. He owes us. Yeah. Yeah. He but it was it was before I mean, it's, it was before. And I probably so, shouldn't have thought that. I probably shouldn't have celebrated that a man's alive. That yeah. Whatever. My first thought was is we're in an incredible position now. Yeah. And it was before social media. Before nobody had leverage on on, on on Diddy but us. No, no, no. <laughs> I just had to t- call y'all. Y'all ain't gonna believe what happened. You have no idea so what Bubba, happened. The rest but of let the me just say, at the rest of the lunch, we didn't eat a whole lot, no, but I we bet. were just so thankful. I bet. And, he, I bet he chewed better. He did. Now, Rick, this is before social media. This is before, uh, you know, email and all this kind of stuff. She, you didn't have that kind of communication. So it took a few days, but I started getting phone calls at the office that said, hey, Angelo Diddy almost died at your radio station. Mm-hmm. I, and the word was that I did it to begin with. Because right. that was – Because you were with him yeah, first. Yeah. yeah. And I said, no, it wasn't me. And look – Easy. Speedy did a wonderful thing. He did. Okay, that did. I think any of us would have done. I think. He did the right thing. But there were some people in the broadcasting Understood. world mm. that did not care for Angelo Diddy at all because oh, wow. they had cost them yes. money yeah. and or jobs in some instances. To Angelo Diddy, Speedy a hero, but to some people. Rick, seriously, I got, I got, <laughs> I got several calls. That went like I can't believe you saved that blankety blank. Wow, that kind I know, of thing. I know. Wow. You got, yeah. but Speedy, you did the right thing. I'm and, say and that absolutely. Again. And I said, look, come on, man. You it's can't. Just, just you can't, you can't be that way. You, you gotta. You can't let somebody, yeah. no matter how much money they may cost you or how bad they've treated you in this situation, you have to do the job. Mm-hmm. But you know, he had a he had a way about him that was not warm and uh, he was not warm and cuddly mm-hmm. at that time. And it, a lot of people, you know, didn't care for that. Uh, did so. he seem warmer after that? <laughs> oh, did he? Yes. Right. He was like. Speedy was a saw mo- a side of him no one's ever seen. There was a moment well, when I. he's going to that big tower site in the sky. Yes, he did. When there, was a, there was a moment when I got my arms around him. And are his logs in order? Yeah, and I'll. And yeah, I'll exactly. And You're I, about to be audited, friends. Yeah. On the big log. <laughs> there was a moment when I. When I Hope got you checked my, your meters every three hours. <laughs> right. Finally got my arms around him and interlocked my hands, and I started. I started pulling on him. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't believe this is happening right now. I know. Did you I have, cannot. Did you have I, Speedy, when you called me and told me, I thought I thought you were pulling one on me. No. I thought this is a yeah. gag or yeah. something. And, Rick, as word spread, I mean, when I'd go to an engineering thing, people were like, hey, tell us what happened. Oh, yeah. And they, they you didn't just talked it. about this morning, right? Yeah. Oh, a yeah. Mm-hmm. oh, yeah. And yeah. there's people that get choked and get a sip of water, and you know they make a scene in the restaurant. And it's embarrassing. Your eyes water. Yeah. He couldn't spit. He couldn't. Uh, yeah. He couldn't even get any air. It was the real deal. It was the deal. Yeah. You know that feeling when you see somebody get saved. <clears throat> you know, like that. See, I saw Betty do that for somebody one time, and mm-hmm. it was like, wow, yeah. you just you can't believe what you just saw. Right. Mm-hmm. You go, how can a buffet kill somebody? Right. Mm. I mean, some of us, slowly. Right. But, you know, right. that quick. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. so good. <laughs> and, uh, and you might have just said it because I was, I was back in, in my mind. I was just back God, in the restaurant. Wait. But we got good marks, right? A tremendous marks. We, we were good for the next few years. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. We did not get any flack from Angelo Diddy. Mm-mm. And if he ever brought up anything, I'd, I'd kind of hold my chest. I said, I said, I said, how are you? Do you have any aftermath? You know, after our program director and our guy saved your life, you, you, have, you still feeling okay? Not Rick. So, you sure you want to see the logs? <laughs> he, he struck such fear in me 
When I heard a guy talking about him this morning, which my stomach, got, I got physically ill just thinking about it. Yeah, I have some people in my life that that happens. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour, Dream Team here. Going forward, we'll get to some of your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Programming note, Wednesday Bible Study back today live on the YouTube channel at noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern. And uh, you can... uh, Watch it live, or you can get it archived soon after, and there'll be links, audio, and video available on all of our social media platforms. So, uh, yeah, so we finished up uh, Rick and Bubba flashback last hour uh, about Speedy saving the life of the much-feared Angelo Diddy from the FCC. Um, and, and yeah, we talked about this several, several times over the years, but it, it, it it's just one of the many that we've discussed. This one had a nice tie to the... The, the industry, because it was a feared man in the industry that Speedy saved his life, thus, you know, I hate to say it, giving us a relationship with a man that was unlike anybody else from that day forward. Uh, Gave him 17 more years. Yeah. He uh, he actually passed away in uh, uh, 2012. He yeah. was 87 years old, so he was 70 when Speedy saved him. Yeah, and, uh, and so that goes into that weird list of Speedy and his various savings of people in – precarious situations and i think our number is 12 documented 12 documented times and and greg and i were discussing in in the break and we discuss this every time i don't know whether to be comforted by speedy's presence or concerned about it yeah you know does he does he draw bad situations or is it good to have him if you get in one I, i don't I don't know which way to go with it. Is, is I mean, is, or is he like a superhero we don't know about? Right? Is it something there? I mean, Greg, we I think we've cleared him. I'm scared moon, to hang around. I think we've cleared him a moon child. and of course, you only you would make. Yeah, a, no, he's not. Right, he's I mean, not causing. But only Greg would bring that up. There, <laughs> we had to look at it, but he's actually not causing these events to happen, and then being right. the hero, right? His moon child. I don't think he's fully utilizing the gifts that God given. And here's why I say Wasted that. Wasted in this line of work? Yes, because there are volunteer <laughs> fire departments out there that would love to have this man on board with them. They would, no doubt. And I, So I think he needs to look into that a little bit. EMT? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. this is that's probably the call in his life, and we ruined it. But, Rick, if you if you just go by procedure and, and all that, I, I mean, Speedy goes in there and just does what needs to be done. I, I don't know if he would work good in a formal setting where they have to follow a b and c as opposed to just let him go get the ball you well there, know what I mean? there's there's here here are the list of things you have to don't think read about. the block speedy go get the ball speedy finds himself in this these types of situations at a abnormal rate can we all agree with that rick 12 yeah. documented yeah. times he saved someone's life and there's some that are, there's 11 and one of them that's questionable but i'm giving him 12 so <laughs> so anyway so then you come down to well Rick, it is just uh, it's just the way things happen. This man ends up in these situations more than anybody else for no reason other than just just it just, it's just coincidence. The other is that he is a jinx of some kind. Where, wherever <laughs> wherever he goes, something bad happens. And then there is Bubba's third, and that is that he is a superhero. 
because uh, superheroes know when things are going on, and then they go to them. Right. They're just drawn well, to them. Well, and to Bubba's point. So is point, he like save man? Could be. But here's the deal, Bubba, to your point in regards to following protocols and all that. How many times have we heard, this is coming from a son of a fireman for 35 years. How many times have I heard this story? Well, we had p- protocols to follow, but if we would have followed those protocols, people would have died. Oh, we're going back to always there's that guy's a little bit rogue, but he, he gets the job done. Exactly. Yeah. And so that Speedy, he could be that guy. He could. Hey, hey they'd have been saved if Speedy would have been here. He's we, kinda we, off, we were all trying to follow the, the protocols. You know, he, he, he just gets it done. Yeah. Well, here, here's what I'm wondering. Here's another deal about, about just human beings in general. Like, you know, my wife – because she is not a, a big person, you know, she's 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 a small person. And she says because of that, when she was little, she got had a bad experience with a large dog that, that mm. nearly nearly attacked her. That's scary. And she's been traumatized by that and she has an a, a high, high fear of, of large dogs. So meaning like if even though she likes to run, she will not run anywhere where people have dogs that are not restrained. She just won't do it. No, no matter how – the dog could have a undefeated uh, behavior uh, record uh, of never attacking anyone. So anyway, so I've noticed – happened yesterday. She has a high awareness of dogs in the area. I don't because I'm not bothered by dogs, so I She's never – constantly searching the area. Yeah, see, I don't yeah. – there could be a dog you know, outside that window. It'd take me a long time to even notice it. But my wife would have noticed it the minute the person yeah. walked up with it, okay? Yeah. So I think Speedy also has a keen awareness. I think yeah. we're in these situations more than we think we are. We just don't notice them. I think he has a keen awareness of noticing when something's about to happen. Yeah, almost like a, almost like an animal instinct. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Animals know a storm's coming before you do that kind of thing. <laughs> and yes. you know what I like about Speedy? He's versatile. He's not just a one area guy. Mm-hmm. He's like you one of the dogs that you faint and fall on. You, you know right. the Heimlich. You know that's that's a that's a technique. That's a skill. But I mean he. He's been active in tornadoes. He's pulled people off the interstate. He's delivered babies. He he's dealt with drowning victims. He's he's helped people out of upside down cars, burning apartments, lady with a stroke, a police chase through the woods, uh, CPR, domestic violence, washes a man off that was covered in gas at a at a gas station. I mean that's uh, I mean he's he's washes a man off. He's wide range. Yeah. I mean he covers a range probably the least of heroic of his things. But I mean, but, but think but about anything, it. Depends on somebody smoking. Yeah, back back, back to my point though, I probably would have been sitting in the truck returning phone calls. I'd have never noticed yeah, guy I had gas. Yeah. I wouldn't. I said, why is he squirming? I'd be <laughs> thinking, I got to wait for this gas tank. I better get him the phone, get some things done. Greg, yeah. don't knock that man. There's a smoker in there. That's a bad thing. Yeah, he could have been here. Or any torch. spark. Yeah. You ever seen these people still smoke while pumping gas? You don't understand it. What do we mean? That's called shaking hands with Dane. That's what that is. (laughs) I'm telling you. Mm -mm. And then that same person is is probably saying, look, don't take that vaccine. Yeah. And they Uh, wear the mask. It's like when you deal with any superhero. I'll I'll say this in closing about Speedy. I'm glad he's on our team. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't take his powers and use them for bad. (laughs) I know it. uh, But uh, so do you feel comfortable having him around you? Yeah, I do. I do. Because I know his, how enthusiastic it, it, it right. is. The same way he overgreets, he saves people. Hold up. This is going to test my theory immediately. He's an oversaver, it, too. Immediately. Now, Speedy, I can't remember because baseball and all that. Were you at Chandler's wedding? Yeah. Yes, yeah, he, he was. was yeah. Did you sense Bubba was in trouble? Sadly, I did not. Okay, so that might, maybe my theory is off. But I will say, I, wasn't, I saw him from a distance. I didn't get close to him. Okay. You didn't really look. 
Yeah, because really, honestly, Bubba, you were having some issues, and Bubba yeah, and Speedy right. wasn't drawn to you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know. Well, actually, I just had a theory. Maybe my theory, but but I felt better knowing Speedy was there. Yeah. Just in case. Well, you you pulled the move though on that day, and I'm the same exact way. Okay. And I'm not saying this is what we should do. Uh, right. Yeah. I have an animal instinct that I need to go off in the woods. Yes. And, I need to get away from everybody. I need to get away yeah. from everybody, get off in the woods, lay in some pine straw, and see if I can recover. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. I'm right. not sure that's the right way to go. I no, think we're supposed fine. to be going to people for help. We are. Right? I mean, I mean, so I, I, it's like I have to go off by myself and see if I can get it together. Yeah, all right. Which is right. what you were doing, right? I mean, yes. yeah, you just I just felt like I was smothered. You know, I had to, I had to get out of there. I couldn't I, I couldn't know. Stay. I've been I, there. It's almost like a panic attack, which I've never had, which is a bad feeling. Yeah. I assume if it feels like that. Yeah, I have to go back to this, and I need to tell myself this. I don't know, Rick, that you can solve every problem by walking out, letting the wind blow in your face, and take a deep breath. Right. right. See, I think as long as I can do but that. But that's a darn good start. I know. As yeah. long as I can do that, I can, I, I can overcome whatever I, whatever's after mm. me right at that moment. But I know that can't always be the answer. You know, when you're sitting at the table uh, – at the at the reception, people go, "Are you okay?" Right. You know, that's a bad feeling. Well, you my, go, so I, I, my I'm, last, I'm even showing it; they can see my va- last vision of you at Greg's daughter's wedding. Uh, before we found out that you didn't end up needing a stent, is you were you were in a cart driving away from yeah. everybody, and and like your son was looking, he looked at me and says, "Where's Dad going?" And I was like, "I, I don't know." Mm-hmm. I, and I and the fact that you don't means there's something going on. And, uh, and and then you remember we all start trying to call you, and then at that point, so you don't want to be pressed. We're pressing on you now. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you don't yeah. even you don't even answer the phone. <laughs> right. Bad feeling. Now I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like a shirt way too tight on you. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's what blockage feels like. Yep. Yep. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be back. We'll take your phone calls next. Eight six six. We be big. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and 21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All right, so um, I know we're going to talk a little bit of sports, but is this kind of a Biden update, too, since we have yes, one Biden source? Yes, Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Basement. Does anybody know Basement Joe? Bubba, an announcement for Major League Baseball involving the president. You know, Rick, uh, presidents yeah. many times throw out the first pitch of the season on opening day for the Nationals. Hey, man. But they have confirmed that President Biden will not be throwing out the first pitch at uh, opening day at Nationals Park on Thursday when asked the, uh, the Nationals president said he will not throw out a first pitch, but we welcome the uh, president to a future event uh, at mm. the ballpark. I really want I mean, to see him on. throw it out. Guy, I mean, I mean, come on. Come, come on, man. man. I mean, we're throwing out a pitch. pitch I guess you know. he's guys, Joey, I guess he was going to be down at the – about my dad Scranton? I mean, <laughs> dad Joey. Joey fired in there. Joey <laughs> fired in there. They love each other, Joe. I guess he's going to be at the border Joe. looking at that come crisis. On, oh, wait a minute. No, he won't. No. no. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be down at the border. Uh, God, God, oh, come on. Look. Greg, you think he could even come throw on. a pitch? I would, that's the thing. I bet he can't walk out there. And did I see without, without help? Did I see that they brought the dog back and asked bit somebody else? That's you know, really you know they had to send his dog off to the family farm. Right. They brought him back and I think he's bit another staff member. 
Yeah, here's what I would tell about the, all the little dog obsession we got at the White House. Well, let's run the free world, and and then you can y'all can yeah. worry about your dogs wherever you're proud of the president. <laughs> I mean, you got a rescue German Shepherd. I'd expect him to have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come on, come on, Greg. It's come a German on, Shepherd. Think about dog. this. He's a good dog. Of course, he's bit for people. Could he yeah. be? Could come he be on. any worse at throwing out a first pitch than Fauci? Though? No. Well, that's what I was going to say because my thought is he's not able to throw out a first pitch, but. He surely he can throw it better than Fauci. <laughs> I would give him credit if he can't for saying, you know what, guys, bait my arm is not what it used to be. I don't need to be out there. That doesn't Come look on, very man. presidential Come for on, me man. to be out there Come halfway on, doing hell. a fastball. I don't need to Unlike throw out a Fauci, pitch. Fauci's pitch all about him. He he Fauci, wants to be seen. Look Fauci's at me. Fauci's pitch was so bad. I now worry about his credentials. Absolutely, uh, knowing about viruses. And I know they shouldn't be tied together. Yeah, I know, no, but, I but Rick, I it's agree. that bad. I know. I agree. That, that shows a lack of judgment. And see, that's why I think I think actually <laughs> Biden is making a good decision here. Or his people are. Well, however you want hey, to say. He thinks, hey, he he thinks fell, he's already thrown the first. Hey, if they you just told him he had. If you, you, fell, did, you did remember? <laughs> if you fell three times going up the steps to the airplane, well, I've done that. And you claim a wind blew him down. Mm. How you gonna How you gonna get out of this one? Yeah. Yeah. Do you really think honestly they think that he would look kind of like? Because think what Bubba just said yeah. about Fauci. That bothered us so bad that we now don't even think Fauci has authority to talk to us about a virus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it okay. has nothing to do with it. Do you think, honestly, that he could look so bad that – Absolutely. Pe- because there's a, there's always a public relations thing going on, and he's not the only president that's aging this has happened, where they don't want the president to have a look like maybe he can't handle the responsibilities of the office. Guys, yes. But Reagan went out there and threw one out. Well, right. but, but see, that's the thing. Not everybody can throw a baseball. The way George Bush did it when he went out there with that bulletproof and, and vest in a fact, time in which we all needed yeah. to see that. And in Fauci's defense, I doubt there's many viral experts that throw a very what, good but, so don't do but it. But to Bubba's point, so don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. No, I agree. <laughs> Just attend the game. Yeah. And wave. That's what I'm saying. Whoever yeah. thought that was a good idea, I want you. Yeah, let him wave. Here's how this. Here's, here's how this should have gone. And I wouldn't have had a problem with it. Yeah. By the way, no matter if I think he thinks he's go the out high there, pri- wave and let Kamala throw it. I know. I know that he thinks he's <laughs> the high pri- the high priest of health. I got that. Did you say? That she did that maniacal laugh thing in the day talking yeah, about I teachers. See. Man, that was weird. But but anyway, I hear she uh, could throw it pretty good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> by the way, yeah, you were telling us that earlier. By the way, I heard a guy. I forget the guy's name that put out her laughing maniacally. Greg, you know when she he had a good one. He goes, "I deal with just laughing." Some people say it's wicked. I tell you what it is. It's a crazy laugh. She can't believe she's about to be president. <laughs> All right, but, but, but 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 anyway, the um, what we should have done with Fauci, even though I you know I do think that he thinks he's the high priest of health. Yeah. But I would have been fine considering what we've been through, ladies and gentlemen, and Red Sox fans everywhere. Welcome tonight to, as our special guest, uh, Doctor So and So. What's his first name? Uh, Anthony. Anthony Fauci. Doctor Anthony Fauci. And he could have his jersey on. He could wave. Yeah, that would have been great. That's right. Don't let him go. Right, out there he, and throw. he run slide in a second. Don't let him come <laughs> out there and throw that. And I think that's why we're not going to have bi- the bases we're, like a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe Vice President Kamala Harris needs to come out there and she she throw one low and outside. So I mean, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I love throwing out first pitches. It's fun. Uh, it's yeah. yeah, it's a lot. I've of, done it a few times. It's, a, it's not a, at that level, but yeah. Just, but know. we've talked about it before. They line up fifty people to do it. That runs yeah. it. It does. Yeah, I don't like all that. Either you got one or you don't have any. Well, Greg, that's that's minor league baseball too. They, they, look, if, if they can sell a ticket, they had, they had a promo. Black <laughs> Daddy threw one out at the Barons game one time. Right, <laughs> they just walked I by. Mean, anybody want to throw one? Yeah, I, bet it was, good, I bet it was a good throw. Everybody that had a birthday that day got to throw its first oh, pitch. Yeah. I bet it was a good throw. It was. Yeah, yeah. Centered it up right across. Sure. The plate. <laughs> you think Mac Daddy ain't gonna throw a strike? Nah, you ah. better believe it. 
So, uh, so anyway, so Major League Baseball getting started. We have the Final Four now, Bubba. Yep, Final Four is set. They will start Saturday. Houston and Baylor will play in one game, and UCLA and Gonzaga in the other game. Man alive. Did, um, so it is, if, if it plays out based on their seeding, you could very well see the two undefeated teams play each other in the finals, Baylor and Gonzaga, which means we will have an undefeated champion, which hasn't happened in how many years? 45, Indiana, and, um, yeah. and you also have the mustache against the mullet. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I still haven't <laughs> seen not forget that. I still haven't seen them. Uh, the, They're um, on a collision course. And we're uncomfortable, and I can hear you, Bubba. How do you say? Is it Gonzaga? Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Because they call them the Zags. Is, is Gon- Gonzaga is it? Yes. What about Gonzaga. the insurance company, AMICA? <laughs> uh, it's not Amica. Amica. What is Amica. it? I can't even say Amica. it. Amica. Amica. Amica, Amica, Amica. Um, Come and Camille, you're I didn't even know Houston was good again. Yeah, how about that? They're the Cougs. Yeah, they were number two seed going in, so they, they've had a good year. What, well, Greg, you been watching the women's league, though? The well, women's tournament? The press is trying to make sure you do. Yeah. The press is all over it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched a women's basketball game? Have I? No, I haven't. Uh, I haven't either. But, but in, in their defense, I, I don't watch many males either. No, I don't either. But, I mean, I think yeah. you made the statement about that. That uh, no, no, I'm just saying that if you're not into a sport yeah. and a certain sport doesn't draw your viewership a lot and there's a female version of that same sport, be tough to watch. You'd probably watch it even less than a yes, shot at watching the, the men play. That's, that's a good way. Unless you had a daughter on the team. Or sure, something that, like that changes yeah, everything. That changes everything. Now, sometimes I will say the only exception to that, and I know this is odd, sometimes I would rather watch a women's softball game oh, than, absolutely. than a men's baseball game. Yeah, oh, they get after it. Of course, I know that's two after. different sports. I enjoy so, softball. I mean, yeah. Women's softball is a is a is a fast paced moving fun to watch and the strategy with it and all that is oh, really yeah. Co- college yeah. female tennis is also very good because they 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 get after each other buddy they play hard. But a slight correction, I, th- I think you said that Baylor I, has an opportunity to go undefeated too. It's just Gonzaga. Baylor actually lost. Did they games. lose? I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, yeah. I missed. Went ahead and made them. I missed. Apparently, you're not watching much of it either. Well, not as much as I thought. Do you watch any of it at all? I, I've watched bits and pieces during the year. Um, I, I did see Baylor play. I, 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 to me, they're if if Gonzaga can beat Baylor, they are the best team. I, I really just on paper, what I saw, I think Baylor is the best team I've seen this year. They're awesome. So I think Gonzaga. Have you clearly, seen Gonzaga play? Yes, yes, I did. I haven't. I've seen Indiana in it. No, oh, that's the only basketball team I think. I haven't seen. What no, about Hickory? No, I, I haven't seen one play of any of it. No, so I have no idea. I felt like Baylor was more athletic than Gonzaga, but they get it done. Yeah. Or they wouldn't be undefeated. Bottom of the hour, we'll take your phone calls coming up right after this. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us today. Your phone calls coming in now at eight six six. We be big. HelloFresh.com. We just had the HelloFresh package arrive here at the broadcast plaza and teleport. And Eddie Van Adler said he and his lovely wife are going to go prepare that for dinner coming up. We got a few meals in there. Uh, look for. We'll, we'll shoot you maybe a YouTube video of them actually using uh, HelloFresh.com. More than 25 weekly recipes now, something for everyone to enjoy. 
family friendly. Uh, if you are one of these people that uh, have made the choice to be a vegetarian, that is certainly your right to do so. Uh, just don't force that on us. But if you are, are wanting that, they have vegetarian menu items that are great, low calorie options. If somebody's trying to do a little bit better, and uh, Bub, I know you've made that commitment. So, um, so anyway, uh, HelloFresh.com. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the meals come to your door. Uh, there, you pick what you want for the week. Uh, each individual meal has its own little bag. You're still preparing the meals. They've basically done the grocery shopping for you and they've handled the recipe. And then you get it on the table, 10 to 20 minute meals. Uh, and they're on the table. You're having time with your family around the table and you're eating good food. Uh, so if you'd like to find out more about it, we can point you to hellofresh.com and we'd like for you to use the code Bubba and guess what we're going to get you? 12 free up free meals. You're going to get 12 free ones added to whatever you, you sign up for. Right? There you go. How about that, Greg? And uh, the, so that's 12 free meals, and we'll get you free shipping too with the promo code Bubba. Go to HelloFresh.com. You can also go to RickandBubba.com, and you'll find information right there under the Sponsors button. Phone troll. Let's start with Wes out of Spanish Fort. At the end of 30, the buzzer sounds. Wes, 30 seconds, go. Wes. Y'all are talking about Speedy's uh, six cents for those situation. I was thinking maybe he's like one of those dogs that, you know, can detect when somebody's blood sugar's dropping or something. Yeah, they're about to Mike pass out. the wrong thing, but he's pretty handy in a tight. One but, of those pillow dogs. But we have, I did see him dive one time and break Bubba's fall and Bubba yeah. passed out. <laughs> but don't we rule that out that he I didn't sense ground, Bubba was right? in trouble at Chandler's wedding, though? Uh, he, wasn't, he was in celebration mode. Maybe, it was, maybe, well, maybe he, he's not teaming he, for He hearts. was off the clock. Probably. You know? May not be teaming yeah. for hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or he was distracted by the dessert. <laughs> he was. You know, he's got an issue with desserts. Well, we had some there. Chris in Pensacola. Believe Chris, me. 30 seconds. Go. Biggins, how's it going? Good, Good Chris. Buddy. Let's go, Chris. Uh, did anybody just catch it? Bubba just jinxed Baylor. Oh, yeah, they're done. Yeah, oh, did. it's over. He did. Yeah, yeah. He, he did a whole speech about how it. good Baylor was. First, First of all, he claimed they were undefeated. I, no, yeah, I said no, in I, the past I have been impressed with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had him undefeated. Uh, Had him undefeated. Uh, no, I did. I forgot the dead loss. And, and which, was history. Hey, which was amazing. He said it was the best team he's seen, and he has seen Gonzaga <laughs> saw, as saw well. Saw both of them play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, well, this year, opinion, that's got to be this year. Look, yeah. I got you. Got your green yeah. and gold on. I got it. Yeah. You know, how do you feel that? Because I know you're an Albie. Go Bears. So go. How do you feel about their main best player is a transfer from Auburn? Um, you know, Mitchell. Uh, he probably made a good call, I guess. Evidently, he this got, year he got some playing time. This year it looks yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I really don't know the whole story. I know yeah, they mentioned he's a transfer. What about the Zags? You all about them? Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're an odd. He's not. He's group. down on the Zags. Well, he doesn't like think the they're as good as they. He didn't like the show. name. Like that name bothers him. Well, they're kind of a. You know, they're kind of got a. I don't know. There's something about them a little strange. I don't know what it is. Well, you're, you're not impressed with the Zags. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I tell you what it is. They win. I mean, you can't argue with that. I tell you what it is. He looks up and he's expecting to see something when he hears the best team in college basketball at yeah. the highest level. And he looks and basically it looks like Alexandria is winning. Is going to yeah, win well, the March Madness yeah. because they I mean, good. It's a lot. Of, it looks like a lot of guys from Alexandria out there getting after from the pictures uh, I've seen. Well, no. they don't. <laughs> They got some athletes, but they don't. <laughs> I know they don't move ball around. Yeah, sure. The, the eye test, yeah, which which will fail you, by the way. Okay, yeah. the eye test will fail. Well, you. unless you see us, they. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty when obvious. You, when what's you going see on some here. of them, you don't. They don't strike fear in you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, I don't know. That guy looks like Screech. He's tall, and yeah. they're they're dominating, yeah. and they're not just winning games. How about we're good? I'm games. not saying. Hey, we'll not good. Say, hey, let me. Bubba said they say. Hey, hey, BB, Bill Bubba Baylor Bear. 
Look, we'll see if you jinx Baylor Bear or not. Bubba Look, I Baylor. Got, I got Bubba Baylor Bear. Bubba, Bubba Baylor Bear. Okay, so I I, I know I know Watch some. Watch get blown out. I, I mean, just. <laughs> well, he might can overcome it. Maybe it's been the end I, of the I have, I have a friend who played uh, tennis at Baylor, okay, so I'm, I'm giving what? him props. What does that mean? And, well, I'm just saying the connection, and we have a friend who is actually the women's tennis coach at Gonzaga, so how about that? Yeah, a, lot of a lot of connections with those two. But you went all no, in on the, on the Bill Bubba Baylor Bears. <laughs> I, I just I thought Baylor looked like a better team when I saw them play. You That's said all. you just said to you think they're the best team. You said that. I, I, th- I think. And you I, may if be I right. Was, if I was betting and they play each other, I, I'm I'm with both. He said well, the there you go are overrated. Right? Yeah. No, I'm not saying that you may turn out to be right, but it concerns people what you've done to some teams well, in the past. I know. I, know. I mean, you took. Sorry this, about that. I mean, you, Sorry, Baylor. Well, what you've done to some <laughs> Sorry, teams is Bears. Awful. Look what, what you did. That? Look got what you did cheer. to Paul Bruce Pearl. <laughs> I know. He, he was living. He was. He was the life of Raleigh. Yeah. He messes Bruce up Pearl. and goes to the I Final Four. I didn't jinx He Bruce. destroyed Auburn's program in one season. Yeah. <laughs> he went all the way to Minnesota. I didn't jinx. That was a double jinx. You did. Look what you've done to it. Leave people back alone. I, you just need to stay I'm out of casual. I'm a casual follower. I'm always. 30 and 0, <laughs> dominating, not impressed. He's not impressed. It's kind of like no that. No, Y'all I, remember it. I am Listen. impressed. I just, they just, they're strange eh. looking both. Rick, eh. <laughs> this, rem- this reminds me of when my dad saw David Dahl <laughs> yeah. for the Colorado. He plays for the Rockies <laughs> now. Yeah. And he, first round draft. <laughs> dad saw him play at Southside and called me and said, I'm not impressed with okay. the kid. He got drafted in the first round. It's like, what are you talking about? You're not impressed. Rick, I could give you an example. Example. You, you remember when we were growing up, the Boston Celtics, who were extremely good. World oh, that's my favorite team. I love them. Oh, but yeah. they were a weird looking Oh, bunch. like a bunch of cretins. Like yeah. a, look how, they look, just uh, didn't look the part to be as good as they, they were. They like, you know? look like the Adams family out there trying to play basketball. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Well, No, you're right. It looked like the opposition to Michael Jordan's team in the Looney Tunes movie. I mean, Larry Bird is just called us a goofy looking guy. He looks it, like a giant bird. McHale? If you saw Kevin McHale. <laughs> Robert Barrett. If Dennis, Kevin, uh, what's his name? Johnson. Dennis Johnson. Good. Great. That's some of the ugliest basketball players I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. If you saw Kevin McHale, if he walked in here today and you say, this is one of the greatest players to ever play no, in the NBA, you no. would think somebody was no. lying. I was saying, you talking about Lurch? Yeah. yeah. No. By the way, there is an the excellent March Madness commercial right now where Larry Bird is a part of with Jim Nance and Charles Barkley and that crew. They do great commercials. Samuel Jackson's also in it. Yeah. Of course. Hilarious. Is that the one where there's a big portrait of him up on the wall that's one bird yeah yeah that's it i just haven't that's seen it, it. I, yeah. I will watch it i couldn't hear the audio very funny uh let's go to ben ben welcome to the program <laughs> go ahead hey guys how's it going uh, y'all may already know this but uh, i listen to a sunny 1057 down here in lower alabama thank you and i listen to a lot of rick and bubba on there so i heard the intro or what i thought was the intro to you guys show the other day however it was actually Fine Young Cannibal. She drives me crazy. I didn't know if you guys knew, but those intros to your song and their song are so similar. You know about the beat? The beat of it's the same? Don't it's the Rick and Bubba song. Don't. You know what? I, yeah, I, think, am I, I think you're right. I'm, <laughs> so, <laughs> that sounds just like. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me see. Hang on just a minute. I may be able to pull this up. But I, I want Speedy to come out here and show that I'm crazy. I, 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 I can't believe you survived that. <laughs> I was loving it. I think you did. Is that not an incredible story, though? Yeah, it is. All right, let's see. What's that got to do with the Bill, Bubba, Baylor Bears? Bill, Bubba, Baylor Bears taking on. Wow, it really.
I wouldn't think it was the same one, but yeah, it does. You might. Bring up the little reverb. How about that? <laughs> how, how about he's right? Oh, let's try to get in a little pictures. Rick and Bubba's in the house. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Bubba loves the Pine Young Cannibal. Yeah, I, I can see yeah. that. Yeah. I can see that. Hey, hey, not as much as the Baylor Bears, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rick. Not, not. <laughs> He's Undefeated, Bill, Rick. Bubba, Bussy, Baylor Bears. Well, we do all this. and Watch. One of these other teams is just going to mop no, the floor. No, how everybody. about this? Bubba, you need to right now because it's too late. Yeah. Embrace it, yep. and then if they do blow everybody, go Bears, go! Yeah, and if they blow they everybody, got some in, saying they listen, do. You know what it is? Well, you are Baylor. you are know that. There's some <laughs> tennis coach here should have taught it to you. Yeah. But look, th- no, listen, he played BB Baylor. But what I'm but what I'm saying is, well, he we, had, know it. we had an intern that was big on Baylor. Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. The work with Adler. <laughs> we <laughs> can't remember his name. Work with Adler. Good night. Curly hair. Yeah, he was good too. Armstrong. Armstrong. Stretch Armstrong. Okay, but anyway, what I'm saying, Bubba, this is sick and bears. Sick of Bears. Bubba, that's well, that's too close to gig them. It's too late now. Let the Baylor Bears pull it off, and then this this bad yeah. luck slap rock thing, you're you're done. Told it's, y'all. You're free of it. <laughs> you could say, I told you. Because it's too late. <laughs> you, you've taken it back now, so y'all, I'm doing it good. Y'all made more, more out of it than I made. Well, me, hang hang did you not hear your speech? I mean, you did a monologue on it. No, you know, I didn't. The parody huh? we did to Bubba's butt. We could be Bubba's Baylors. Bubba's Bubba's Bears. Bubba's Bears. He Bubba basically has called his shot. Yeah, he said the Zags are overrated. Zags are overrated. No, they just said weird looking bullet. He game. said he saw Baylor and they like the best team to him. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yo ho, this is George Dr. Fucking Stack Fitton, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba. The sexiest two yeah, fat men in the world, y'all. Yeah, they be giving up the ball for the dogs. Nine minutes it? to the top of the hour, Rick and Mother Show. Rhythm of dogs, harmony dogs, house dogs, street dogs. Dogs of the world unite. Dancing dogs. It's a new show, Pooch Perfect, and after, I guess this is where dog groomers compete with each other? Yes, right. We're competing. Uh, dog groomers compete, and now the outcry from the crazy, weird, far, far, far over the line, bizarro animal people, now they have, for some reason, determined that dog grooming is cruel to dogs. Well, now they do more than groom. They make uh, them look like characters. They paint them. You might <laughs> yeah. got brings that dog looks like a tiger. Yeah, yeah. got a uh, lot of that. But try, I guarantee you, these that. dogs are treated better than most people. Let, let me sadly let me yes, this. sadly yes. Now, granted, uh, they look funny. I'll give them that, but Rebel, they don't care. Rebel Wilson is the host. Fat Amy. Yeah. Uh, 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 not anymore. Uh, well, that's still her name. Even uh, though she's lost sized. a bunch of weight. Yeah. Yeah. Medium yeah, Amy. Medium uh, Amy. Pooch Perfect. Little playoff pitch. Perfect there. Uh, now, how do you how do dog groomers compete? You know that would be like judges, I guess, barbers ju- competing. I, I mean, how do judges. you? You know, I don't. The, know. One dog even looked like a peacock. They put all they paint them up and they 
It's really weird. I, I didn't watch the show. I will I tell you, you did. we we had a real fluffy white cat one time, and we had it cut like it was a line. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was the funniest thing I think I have ever seen. He had a mane. He had a little ball on his tail. And he was, like, embarrassed, you could tell, when he first oh, yeah. got it. And then he started liking it because he could tell everybody was making a fuss over him. And he'd come out, and he'd whoop that tail around. With mm-hmm. it. it had that mane like a lion. It was the Jump funniest out. thing. Look at that dog like a lion. That's yeah. that's pretty funny, too. I, uh, I, I didn't watch it. I saw it on last night. But did. I see there a lot of these. Uh, of course, again, like we, we always make fun of how they'll just grab random Twitter people like somehow they're experts. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're all saying that I mean, you don't know what animal abuse, news, huh? cruelty to animals. Uh, Medium Amy says she's actually a fourth-generation dog shower. She's been to dog shows. Says she was a champion junior handler. Oh, really? Uh, and uh, so, but, but Twitter, and I know we must, you know, we must listen to the Twitter sphere. Here's some of the things the weird animal people are saying. This show is a disgusting display. Rick, this Rick, is not art. This, this is this is hey. There's no artist here. Did you see it's the one animal that's like abuse. a fox? Yes. <laughs> Cruelty to animals says another. Cancel ABC Pooch Perfect today. Cancel. I'm sorry. I think what they're doing is borderline dog abuse. Rick, that's now, Heather. Heather said that, they, they and we know Heather knows dogs. a lot of things. They wasn't hurting the dogs. I, I'm telling you, these the dogs, dogs are pampered. Love probably all the attention they're getting, and they're pampered. My mm-hmm. goodness. Again, well, I got one that loves to be brushed. Oh, now I gosh. will say this: when you look at that up there, that does look like dog abuse. Just making it wear that. Well, but the dog doesn't. The care. dog's fine. It doesn't care. The dog. You know what the dog's thinking? Am I still getting a treat? Yeah. Is everybody still going to feed me? <laughs> sure. Do I have a comfortable place to live? And are people going to pet me and and Look scratch my head? Look, skunk. And, and where's the grass patch? I need to go. Right. Yeah. It's, That's uh, funny too. You know, I didn't know the show was that funny. I I turned off of it. Like I said, that really. guy brings that tiger dog up here. I'm yeah, enjoying it. That's pretty oh, funny. My that's a service, the, uh, Rick. That's a service dog. I couldn't figure out what the dog was doing. I'll just be honest with you. Other <laughs> yeah. than looking like a little tiger. Yeah, right. Well, I think we stretch the service dog thing a little. Just far. a little. Yeah. Just a little. A we are far. we are calling on things. I'm yes. gonna get Mr. Buddy classified as service dog. <laughs> but but we are the airplane. The airplane folks have shut down all that stuff. You yeah, know, everybody they, and their brother was saying service. But now, you but you realize bit in the face. We find ourselves in a great situation again, though, guys, because this is left on left crime again. It is. Mm-hmm. It absolutely. You got is. you've got the all loving, all feeling, all caring ABC. You've got a, some uh, some Hollywood actress that probably has all kinds of bizarro causes, and and then here we are. Uh, they think they have them a dog grooming show, thinking this is going to be once again. Let's put the proper attention on animals, and now the animal people that they probably are hoping will flood to view this show. Are screaming this is abuse of dogs. Yeah, yeah. And, Rick is abuse. You're painting them up, parading them around. How dare you? You know, but what gets me about How all dare that? You. What How gets dare me about you. all that though is, and we've said this on the show for years, but it's been a while to revisit. Some of y'all are not who, who and I have no issue whatsoever in human beings domesticating certain animals for for to enjoy them. No problem with that whatsoever. Okay, we we have been given that authority and responsibility but if you really get into this thing like grooming them is cruel if you really start thinking about the whole thing about the freedom of animals well if you really wanted to get to the best thing if that's your view then there should be no pets anyway they should all be roaming free in their own natural wild environments and us taking them and putting them putting them in crates uh, putting them in pens uh, putting birds in cages, uh, fill in the blank. Putting putting you know 
any kind of reptile thing in, in a glass enclosure. Really, if you have pets, is that the right thing? Shouldn't they be allowed to live in their own freedom? Should we have domesticated and made up coming with all these breeds and hmm. done all this stuff just so we can have a little dog to sit on the couch with or have one out on the screened-in porch or have one in a crate or they're uh, in a pen, um, dropping them off somewhere, you know, riding them around in cars? My favorite, I mean, it's, my it's, favorite it's, is the chain to a steak. Well, that's a good life. If yeah. you can't do no better than that, yeah. don't have a dog. Right. Amen. Yeah. Just don't have one. Right. But Train but back to but back to this again. If we yeah. if you can ride one in a car, then you can fix their hair. You can as long as you're not you know injuring them. This or hurting person them. makes a great point. There's actually a a Twitter that's for this. It says a uh, former groomer says I've been involved with this. The dogs actually enjoy all the attention. She goes, "What you got to understand? They don't have the fashion sense like we do, and it washes off. They don't. They don't know they look stupid. They don't care. They don't mm-hmm. care. And they like the attention. They like being petted and taken care of. I mean, if, again, if this whole thing is animals shouldn't be put through anything like this, that the ultimate goal is for an animal to be maximum free, then there should be no pets. They should all be living wild. So you see, it, you're kind of picking. Rick, choosing. I want to get that pit bull and chain him in the backyard. Right, but and just but, let him have that one circle, the only thing he can reach. Yeah, and every and now it, and then, I'll I'll think yeah. about it, and move his bowl close enough. So right, and I have no issue with the fact that we have animals that we make pets. That's our, our right to do so. Most of them are treated extremely well. Oh, I think, but but if you, you know, but if you, if you go if down you look, that God, road, though, God gave them for our enjoyment. Now, but if you go down that it's road, a gift. but this is a new thing that everything should be in its natural state. Oh yeah, well no, yeah, no it, natural state is weeds, right, and storms. Nobody wants that. If that's the case, I got news for you an animal living in your house and riding in your car is not in its natural state no no that's uh, look we were sub to we were told to subdue the earth mm-hmm. okay not abuse but subdue that means get it under control right and that's that's part of having pets right there's nothing wrong with it yeah but but i mean if you have these animals are not being mistreated no heck no and, they love it any more than, a, than but an now animal we're against people that do abuse animals but uh of course not, not this this of is course. not abuse you you're making a mockery out of people who really do abuse animals. That's right. Once again, we, when now people think all of it's silly when you make these outlandish statements it, like it, this. It's funny when you look back at the history when these animals were domesticated and, you know, that, that this has been something that people liked for a long time. Different languages, long time ago. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You heard sounded so lame. Then came two good old boys breaking through that static noise. And my radio ain't never been the same. It's a very funny thing how they make us laugh and sing. I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong. You got Rick and you got Bubba. Man, there just ain't no other. From Alabama to the world, still going strong. Man, I love to sing that Rick and Bubba song. Rick and Bubba! Let's all sing it together. Somebody say Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba! 
We're back. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy, Eddie Van Hadler, all here. Team Rick and Bubba on the field for another hour. Thank you for being with us. Wednesday Bible study back today live on our YouTube channel. Um, noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern. You can watch it live. If live doesn't work for you, it'll be archived right after that onto the YouTube channel. Then audio versions are available and links provided on all of our social media platforms. Just welcome back. Bill Bubba Busty. Hey, buddy. Well, Rick, glad to be here. Glad to be here. All right. And thank all of you for the wonderful opportunity to be here each and every day. You know, we've had all this negotiation going on in the NFL about uh, adding uh, more games, and it looks like that 2021 will feature a regular season uh, with uh, an extra game. Yeah, the NFL owners voted this week to expand the regular season from 16 to 17 games starting this year. Um, uh, And, you know, the NFL is uh, planning on having full fan participation this year. Good. So that sounds good. So so 17 games will be the regular season, and uh, then everything else looks like it will work – Normal. Uh, it's uh, it, it said it'll be played over eighteen weeks, getting a bye week per yeah. season. So, yeah. So there you go. So that uh, I'm not sure what that's really going to mean, but uh, uh, that, that is in the. In well, let's see. Um, this is all, and and this is a little give and take here with the players' union. Mm-hmm. It says uh, the preseason will shrink. The CBA mandates that the combined number of games per. Uh, team in a season shall not exceed 20, with exception made for two teams that play in the Hall of Fame preseason game. This means in any season that includes 17 regular season games, no more than three preseason games can be played per team. How many were they playing now? I don't know, but I always thought the preseason was way too long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we come on. You get people injured, you're losing players. And, it's preseason four games? Uh, I don't know, but I always thought it was way too long. So oh, absolutely. Uh, so anyway, I, I know that these players are trying to make the roster. It's helpful to them, and I, I, I'm not trying to take that away. But it, I think we need to trim it a little bit, and they have. So that's good. Um, and uh, and then we'll we'll see how the uh, the rest of it goes. But you're right, a little give and take between the union and the league. Yeah. And then Bruce Arians, who uh, who won his team won the Super Bowl. Uh, and he had made a bet with the team. Uh, about he made him. a bet with the strength coach and the, oh, the strength uh, coach. And okay. the, I'm sorry, the strength staff and the tight ends coach uh, that he would get back in August. Rick said he would get a tattoo if the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Well, hmm. I would say back in August uh, that was probably a pretty safe bet. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He revealed his new tattoo on Tuesday. He says, I'm a man of my word, he wrote in a tweet. When we win the Super Bowl, I will get a tattoo. Well, I got mine, and I love it. I see the, the hmm. look at it. Where is it on the body? Where, where is uh, it, it placed? Is it on the shoulder arm? or something like that, Greg? Is that what you saw? I, yeah, it just showed a, a close-up picture. I think picture. it's I up, up here, Rick, on the top part of the arm, I okay. believe, is yeah, what I, I saw. I don't know. What if you put it on his neck? No. <laughs> The uh, right there, yeah, right there, so to the left. So the Buccaneers management has done something that we've often wondered about. They through their re-signing of running back uh, Leonard Fournette, they have become the first team since 1977 to bring back all of its offensive and defensive starters following a Super Bowl winning year. So they <laughs> signed, they got everybody back that won the Super Bowl. The entire team is coming. Yeah. How about that? Been a while. That's rare. Huh. That's yeah, rare. it is rare. Been a long time. 
Like you say, I think they're talking about maybe the Steelers were the last ones to ever do yeah, that. Seventy-seven, whenever that was. Probably, probably who somewhere. Was the champ? That? Yeah, probably Steelers. It feels like the Steelers. I know. Right? It was back in those days, that was common because yeah. you didn't have the free agency. Right. Hey, what about that? I knew. I'm going to speak it. that was hey, a majority. Not really got apples Rick, and oranges. <laughs> Rick, not exactly the same. A little tougher now. Rick, I know. I know. <laughs> it is, I know who it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I know, Bobby. That's probably one of the years they beat the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> Played every team at the peak. That's all right. I'm good with it. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Um, also, uh, you know, tomorrow, Rick um, and Bubba, Major League Baseball has opening day, and you know the Rangers have the said that we, we've got 100 percent capacity. Uh, we're, we're letting everybody in. They open up with the Kansas City Royals the, at K- KC, but I'm sitting here looking at what all the stadiums oh are going to allow, and um, you know, some are up to 20, 30 something percent. Um, 25%. It looks like that's pretty average. Uh, but you'll see fans at Major League Baseball games, at least. And with the Texas Rangers, they say they have no limitations. So they're not listening to President Biden. Well, it seems not. to fall under the you a blue state or red state. Yeah, of course. This is even political. Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. I mean, you don't need to have everybody, a whole, yeah. every seat. And it looks like the Blue Jays are going to start their, um, their games in Florida. I was going to say Canada is worse than we are. They, yeah. they, 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 they would just openly yeah. weep if you try to yeah. play a baseball game. Yeah. Do you find it? And, and you know, as we study and look at all this stuff, do, do you find it strange that if you are a blue state and you're a Democrat and you're a liberal, that you are so hung up on this? And if you're a red state conservative Republican, you're like, "Hey, let her ride." I mean, I, I've never seen your political affiliation. I know play out in a medical issue mm-hmm. as much as this. Well, right. Now, pro- I'm not talking about the politicians who are saying, right. but I mean rank and file people. Mm-hmm. Well, I think probably I understand that, that I've, I've seen this and even people that, are, that have pretty strong uh, convictions about the Constitution, still sometimes certain things scare them to the point that, that, their, that their liberty is something they're willing to, 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 to give up for maybe more safety. But I think what you're seeing, medical or no medical, I think once again you're just seeing freedom-loving people versus government-loving people. Yeah, is what you're saying. That, that may be where it all yeah. breaks down. Right. Uh, before we move completely out of competitive grooming, uh, I got an email here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, y'all, this is. I mean, I, I read this and I had to read it twice to be sure I was seeing this right. Uh, this is from Leslie uh, Waltrip. Uh, she says, "I'm a competitive." creative groomer from tuscumbia alabama if you have any questions about creative grooming please let me know i'd love to talk about it here is some of my work and she is on the cover of a magazine and she has a dog that she's made it look like a deer interesting a reindeer as a matter Mm. of what kind of dog is it i'm Mm. this hard to tell Mm. with those antlers on it Mm. it's really uh kind of kind of hard to tell Mm. Look, Speedy, look, what, how would you describe that? Oh, wow. <laughs> it looks like the nose of maybe some type of lab, but I can't, mm. I don't know. Uh, I've never seen a dog look like that. No. Yeah. That's a, now, Rick, she's on the cover. Not, Get this. The, magazine. the Rolling Stone? No, the name of the magazine is Groomer to Groomer. Yeah, never I, heard I, of I, that. I guess if you anybody, a anybody get a, this is an industry magazine. Anybody groom, get a subscription to that? I, I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I haven't. Yeah. Groomer to groomer. Yeah, I guess yeah. probably the most. Uh, <laughs> the grooming industry's trade magazine. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, didn't you have to sh- subscribe to any magazines anymore? No. Southern no. Living of any kind, but that's something your wife did. You're not. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. Absolutely. Somebody. Yeah. Somebody put I my name on one. We keep getting them sent to the station. Like I've. I've. 
My, my subscribe whole, to some. And I, I know what Speedy gets. Dirty books. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember as a kid, Dad had the uh, Field and Stream, Field and Stream, and Bass. The yes. Bass magazine sent one yes. out. Oh, yeah. yeah, and Buddy Wet. That's two we have. <laughs> yep. Field and Stream and Bass. How are magazines doing? Are they doing I get, all right? I get, uh, I get QST for the ham stuff. Oh, me too. And I get, uh, I get uh, one for uh, tennis professionals. That's all I'm saying. Oh my goodness! Thank you for sharing that. They, buddy. they come. They come with the membership. Do you uh, still get the grit newspaper? Uh, I've let grit drop, Greg. <laughs> Your phone calls are next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Let's go. Let's go. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Here come the phone calls. At 866-WE-BE-BIG, 30 seconds of pop, any topic you want to go. A long distance, directly assistance, every quote two on two, say hey, hey. Lines are available, Harry Murdahl standing by, and you get in, we got plenty of room for you, and then once you get in, we'll start moving that line quick. By buzzering uh, the calls at 30 seconds, that'll give you more time to join us. So if you want to dial us up right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG, Lines are available. Let's look at O'Reilly Auto Parts' upcoming events for this week. Coming up tomorrow night, uh, Forge Men's event uh, on the USS uh, Alabama Battleship will be in the hangar there in Mobile, Alabama. And uh, the people of Mars Hill Church, their men's ministry, the Forge Men's Group, uh, they'll be having their gathering. And, men, if you want to join us, you can. Find out uh, what needs to be done to get you there uh, if you're in the Mobile area and you can join us tomorrow night. Uh, we'll have all the resources uh, that are also available to you for discipleship in your individual life or if you want to put groups together from themanchurch.com. Coming up Saturday night, Shelby, Alabama, beautiful part of Alabama as well. Uh, the men of South Shelby Baptist Church putting on their wild game dinner. Uh, they also have uh, the manchurch.com. Uh, we'll have resources available there as well, and I'm looking forward to sharing the message both in Mobile tomorrow night and in Shelby, Alabama, coming up on Saturday night. Uh, get details on how you can participate at O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events, which are found there at rickandbubba.com under events. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices. Every day. Let's get started with Jesse and the great state of Arkansas. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Jesse, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. How are you guys? Good, good. I heard uh, about you and that train had to match your mood and I think you really couldn't have made that work for you during time of decision. Um, you know, fellas, you're sure that next train's going to interrupt me in three or four minutes. God's coming back. So I could have used the train to to uh, your phone was breaking up a little bit there. So well, basically, really hey, by the, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So so you're saying I think you could have used it. You could have used the train. You know, just that train's coming. Jesus is too. You know? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. It, well, look, it was. I was the the one I did. I think that was the most effective. Out yeah, the most I've ever done that was the most effective, and this actually happened one time. And I and, and look, I would prefer not to be in this situation again. Mm-hmm. I was actually speaking years ago. And the sirens started going off under a tornado warning, and they were telling us that that in a certain amount of minutes we needed to get into the safe place in the church. And I had a quick time of decision. Now That's I will tell good. you, now that one was very good. Yeah, that was very effective. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Taylor in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the River. Taylor, go ahead. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing today? We're good, man. Good deal. Happy to hear it. Hey, I got a question. I hear y'all say this 
phrase all the time, and I just can't make any sense of it at all. What is draw back like a flip? What is that? Yeah, draw back like a flip, Greg. That's one of yours. It's, a it's flip a, is a, a slingshot. A slingshot. Word, and you got it drawn back. Yeah, it's like you're ready. Oh, okay. You're ready to fire. Uh, yeah, you're ready to go. You're fired up and just you're, yeah. you're getting I mean, you draw know, back, it, ready to fly. And, yeah. the, and every now and then you you find somebody who's too ready. You know, yeah. they're they're mm-hmm. really over the top ready to go and that's kind of where who it applies to. But you probably didn't know where we're where we grew up, some some of the older uh codgers would not call it a slingshot, they call it a flip. Yeah. Flip, yeah. Yeah. So you're draw back like a flip. Yeah, ready to fire. Ready yeah. to fire. Uh let's go to um let's go to Dana out of Jasper, Alabama, listening to Z Z K. Dana, go ahead. Hey. Bubba. Hey, I've never called in. I have never called in before, but I've watched, I listen to your show all the time. Thank you. And I just want to say how much I enjoy everything y'all talk about. You're funny, and you're a good Christian man, and I really like that. Well, Dana, that's um, kind. Thank you very much. Thank you. So how long have you been listening, you're Dana? Welcome. Uh, a long time. I've, I've been here in Alabama since uh, 86. I'm Oh, wow. So you may have been listening mm. to us the entire time. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for calling. That was kind of you, Dana, and be safe out there. Randy in Huntsville, 100.3 The River. Randy, right. go ahead. Randy. Hey, Biggins. How are y'all? We're good. Great. Hey, this is in reference to the Biden first pitch. They just showed in uh, in Russia that Putin's going to throw out the first pitch for the Russian League, mm. and he's actually going to be shirtless and riding a bear. <laughs> <laughs> To Derek in Illinois. Derek, hey, man. 30 seconds. Go, Derek. Come on. Good morning, guys. Hey. Uh, one of my favorite segments is when you guys name interns, and I know you haven't been able to do that for a year. So I was wondering if you guys could do either like a short segment on Speedy's superhero name. That's, yeah. good, about you. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. That's not you know, a bad we, we, yeah. idea. So what, what his superhero. And did Speedy be an intern? Yeah, because yeah. the first thing you think about is the bullet because it's his head. And uh, I just like Save Man. Yeah, Save Man. Save Man. Do you remember you came up before I was named Speedy? You were Mr. Uh, Calvin the Van Man, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Calvin yeah. the Van Man. Yeah. Okay, what brain, about it? Was a brainstorming. <laughs> of course, you got quick. That somebody issue. call Cue Ball. Cue Ball on the side. All about ball. Well, I, I mean, you got to start there. <laughs> you got to. You got to go there. <laughs> the flying Cue Ball. The flying Cue Ball. Oh, you put flying. Leslie, thirty seconds. Go ahead. What about Savester? You know, we all have our areas where we're strong. You know what? Leslie, go ahead. What about the guy that saves people? Hey, guys. Hey, Leslie. Thank you for everything that y'all do. Um, God bless you for everything. Y'all are amazing. I love listening to you every morning. I am a creative, competitive groomer, and um, she is a white standard poodle. Um, I have three white standards, and we compete all across the country. Um, she was a white tail buck, and she was actually a six-point, I believe. Uh, oh I goodness. had to grow that hair out for over two years. Um, oh, so it does take um, all the products that I use on my dog are for pets and are pet safe. Um, Leslie, so, you I, know, I it saw, takes a lot of maintenance. I, I saw the picture where you had... I guess you painted the picture of Lady and the Tramp and the spaghetti on the side of a dog. I mean, that was amazing. You could get it on there. Thank you. Um, yes, you actually um, scissor all of the characters in mm-hmm. as closely as possible as you can get, and then you apply the color, um, which stains the hair, and then you wash it out. Um, but it is hair. Uh, creative grooming is not for everybody. 
Um, not everybody's on the same page with it, but it is hair. It does grow. You can cut it off. Um, I'm not doing anything physically to harm my dogs. They are my dogs that I work on, and we just have a wonderful time. It's a wonderful relationship. Actually, Secret, the one that was Lady in the Tramp, she actually sleeps on the table while I work on her. Um, and you, you don't have to whip done. them to make them stand still. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Don't even have – they jump on the table. If they see the grooming table come out and we walk through the room, they'll actually get on there and lay down. Yeah, and in all um, fairness, so does Bubba. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm one of the few people that lays down for a haircut. Uh, How do you do Leslie, with back hair? Leslie, that, just in ballpark, I know it would vary wildly, but what what does something like that cost? If my husband's listening, I'm not going to tell him. Okay, sorry about that. Okay. Uh, are the dogs ever no. embarrassed? Um, <laughs> yeah. Do, no, does they the are dog, not Does the dog ever come back and say, look, you're killing me with the lady in the tramp? Yeah, come on. Well, I was good till I was suddenly a rainbow. What <laughs> is the most popular <laughs> cut, you know, that's you know not a normal dog cut? What do you get the most requests for? Um, well, I get a lot of, hey, can we do ears and tail? That's for my clientele here at the grooming shop. My extreme creatives that I compete with, I start those in a, uh, like a year in advance. So I start trimming that in and letting the hair grow where it needs to grow. Um, so it does take a lot of dedication. Let me guess, and we're going to the break now, I bet you get requests for their animal to look like Alabama or Auburn. Yeah. A lot. Yep. A whole lot. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I saw that coming. Easy. Yeah, thanks, Leslie. Thanks uh, wow. for your call, and thanks for having a good phone. Yeah. My I goodness. Saw, I saw one dog look like Nick Saban. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of piece of work. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six, we be big. Thank y'all for being with us today. Uh, are you out there? Do you, do you have a, a business? Do you have a product? And you're thinking, you know, I've been listening to Rick and Bubba, and, and I realize they've got all kinds of different partnerships you can enter into for them to, you know, get my phone ringing, moving my product. And uh, yeah, if you'd like to find out how to do that, uh, you can go to rickandbubba.com. You know, if you'd like to advertise in one of our local markets, we can help you with the, the sales team there locally to, to put together a plan for you. If you need something national, you said, I'd like to be on the national level uh, where I'm all, on all the different Rick and Bubba platforms and, and, and uh, reaching a national audience. I've got that kind of business or product. Then uh, here's what you need to do. Go to rickandbubba.com and you can, you can certainly see under contact, but if you want to go directly to the national sales group, it's Rick and Bubba at syndicated solutions. Uh, dot com. Rick and Bubba at syndicated solutions.com is the email there. You'll find the phone number on the website too. Uh, so let us uh, work with you. 27 years we've been at this and we got a lot of clients that are super happy. And uh, if you would like to enter into a partnership with us, we'd love to help you uh, and look forward to working with you going forward. Bubba, it is uh, uh, the week uh, that uh, people of the Christian faith, uh, this, just every single day, it's Holy Week is we're working our way to uh, the, the, the greatest thing that has ever happened in the history of a fallen world, and that is when God came to us, we could not come to him uh, and went to pay a price that we could not pay that was due us uh, in the person of Jesus Christ when God became 100% man and, 100, and remained 100% God 
and, uh, and you know, died on the cross for us, then defeated eternal death when he walked out of the tomb on the third day. And so this is a week that we start thinking about this wonderful gift that we were given, and we start thinking to ourselves um, as uh, those that have claimed to be redeemed by Jesus and are his disciples, then we should uh, go out and offer that same grace that was afforded us to other people. Uh, and there's a great opportunity to do that with your Christian based missions all over this country and representing Jimmy Hale Mission, the Jimmy Hale Mission out of Birmingham, Alabama. Michael Coleman, the executive director, is back on the Rick and Bubba Show. First of all, Michael, I hope you have a a great Holy Week, uh, and we have much to celebrate. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. It's so great to be with you guys again. I was was just thinking of um, just my own personal life. Uh, You know, I was born and raised down in James Fan territory down in Greenville, Alabama. And if you went back and talked to the people there, they would have much, me coming out of high school, they would have thought it much more likely that I've been a client of Jimmy Hill than actually running Jimmy Hill. But that's when I came in contact with a God who loves me uh, in spite of who I am. And it absolutely changed my world, and that's what motivates me every day, is to take people in the midst of their complete brokenness, no self-worth, no self-esteem, and let them know that, that... their creator, not only loved them, but died for them and wants to be in a relationship with them. And that, that just drives me every day to, with that message. Tell us a little bit about what goes on at Rescue Missions this time of the year. Well, at the time, you know, one of the things that's real important that I, that I try to push um, to everyone is that here's our opportunity to take people who may, you know, it's, they come into us with, like I said, all sorts of brokenness, uh, addiction, struggles, um, low self-worth, um, a lot of guilt, a lot of shame. And here's our time to emulate um, the heart of Christ. I very much believe that when God says he created us in his image, that uh, that's his desire, is that we simply go out as imagers of him. And to do that, especially when you look at Jesus' words on the Sermon on the Mount, to love your enemies and love those without any expectation back. I mean, you find that in the rescue missions where people are coming to you and and you just remove judgment of how they got there. It's so easy for us, and it's so amazing to me how we who have been blessed, and we all have been at the foot of the cross saying, I am 100% in need of the blood of Jesus. And we stand up from that and then turn and look out at the broken world very much like we are, and somehow bring judgment to that situation. Instead, we need to look past how people got there and said, hey, hey, brother, come here. This is a place to start over. This is a place I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you with expectation now, because I believe God created you with purpose and intention, and maybe you haven't lived up to that, but if you're willing to move forward, I'm going to wrap my arms around you, and we're going to go through it in relationship. And what I tell my guys, uh, I meet with them every at least once a week with all the clients, and I tell them, I simply want to be a conduit of God's love that I've experienced to you so that when you get loved and, and you experience genuine, authentic relationship, it's not me that gets the glory, it's God, because all I am is a pipeline to take what I've received and share with them. And when you see guys stand up at graduation and talk about, the very first thing everyone talks about is who God is, how God's made a difference in their lives, that they never knew purpose, they never knew forgiveness, they never knew reconciliation until they entered into this 
real relationship. It's not about memorizing of Scripture. It's not about going to church. It's not about all these things that, that we do. It's about understanding everything that God has done and how we're the beneficiaries of that. So nothing is more exciting than to see our guys go through our program and then be reconciled back to their family, but especially be reconciled to God. Amen. And and when you see that, you're right, it's the great equalizer. Uh, You know, you may not have uh, another person's uh, specific earthly problem, but at the foot of the cross, every single one of us has the same problem. Uh, and that Absolutely. is that is in the equal need of redemption. None of us are going to strut into heaven, uh, and yeah, so we're, we're through graces and 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 uh, by grace through faith. The only way we're all going to get there. Amen. And and I uh, I can begin when guys come in the first week, and we have guys who come in. And what's interesting, and this thing I mean, that I've seen is some people don't believe in God at all, but some people come there angry at God mm-hmm. because they believe they're in their circumstances that God has done something to them. And so we have to oftentimes break down their their distorted, toxic view of God and help them understand the true God and help them understand where their choices, the freedoms that they have and the choices they've made have created these situations. But that's not what God wants for them. That's not what God intended. And to see somebody going from hating God to falling in love with the Jesus that died for them is it's just mind-blowing. How about the, the this, let's get down to where the rubber meets the road. The pandemic has hurt yeah. because a lot of people do not have not don't, don't have as much uh, income uh, that is you know disposable that they normally would be giving with. Uh, you know, all of us are called to sacrificially give, uh, but there's people that are saying, "Well, sacrificial giving has never been as sacrificial as it is now," and some sure. people are trying to take care of their own problems. Uh, and uh, and I assume that donations are down, but that didn't mean that the same needs go down. The needs never change, pandemic or not. That's right. And we're actually going to see – See, I, I think we're seeing a delayed response um, with the government assistance that we've been getting have helped a lot of families, like, meet ends meet, uh, make ends meet. And so lots of times you can cover up problems if you have enough money coming in, but at some point that's going to go away. And you're going to see the the reports of abuse, the reports of homelessness, and all that's going to go up. So I think 2021 is going to be actually worse in terms of homelessness. What we've personally seen, I don't know about other rescue missions, what we've personally seen is the people who are, and we have so many generous donors in Birmingham, have actually stepped up to give more. Yeah. Now, we have lost donors. What we've lost is a lot of people, like you said, who lost their jobs. Yeah. And so we, we've lost probably 6,000 donors from last year, just in number-wise. But but that's where God steps in, and he touches the hearts of those who do have the means, and they've made up that difference. And that's why it's so important for me as a leader of the organization to have a trusting relationship with God and not wring my hands when life happens, because God has ordained our work blessed our work, and he's not going to forsake us in a, in a pandemic. So I think he calls us to come in every day with the same attitude, the same trust, and say, God, we're here to glorify you. And and, and I'm a Matthew 633 guy who says, you just do kingdom business, and you trust him with the rest. And uh, every time I've done that, he has, he has uh, far exceeded my expectations. Well, hopefully, if, if you are obviously in the Birmingham area where our home market is, Jimmy Hill, 
uh, com. That's I-E, how you spell Jimmy. And we've got that in show notes. But if you are out listening to us or watching us anywhere in the country, the CityGate Network, it's a national website. It will show you Christ-centered missions that are in your area that could also use your your uh, your help because the work that they're doing, uh, they're being the hands and feet of Jesus. And as I've heard it said so, so well, uh, those of us that are redeemed, we're all just beggars showing somebody else where the food's located. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this is a great opportunity to come alongside the Christian-based mission in your area or locally here, the Jimmy Hell Mission. Michael, thanks for being with us. Always a pleasure. Thank you for what you're doing. And uh, I know that um, uh, you are just simply being obedient. God is the one that uh, provides, but uh, you do have to be obedient. That is a choice you make. Thank you for your obedience and all the work you guys continue to do uh, for the kingdom of God and for, as he told us to, our treatment of the least of these yeah. and helping people Thank to, you, to find Y'all hope. Have a great Thank you, brother. Rick Thank you, too. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top. Rick and Bubba's show. Thank you for being with us. We'll get some more of your phone calls if time allows. Uh, maybe if we don't get any more in here, if we run out of time, maybe on the next show, we do need to get Speedy's superhero name done. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. I know some of you are ready to talk about that, but we had an interview, but we could get back to that here in a moment. Um, but right now, Bubba, we brought you a story, uh, and it was it, it, it set uh, college fishing on its ear. Oh, it did. And we have it's an update on news. this now. It's a Rick and Bubba news. news update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. news update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. Let's go. Rick, a very bizarre story we covered earlier this week. The Auburn University bass fishing team will return to competition. On April 22nd, 2021, after originally being suspended for the entire year, that following a meeting with school administrators. Late last week, administrators suspended the fishing club until January of 2022, according to a memo, saying the team had violated the university's COVID-19 policies for travel and meetings three times since last summer, according to the document. And one allegation, they painted a grass harp to luck a bass. <laughs> <laughs> the club had committed multiple violations of Auburn's travel policy and had been suspended for knowingly and repeatedly uh, doing this, according to the university. Uh, these policies are applied to all Auburn club sports teams and were put into place to lessen the risk of harm and or injury to the students, the public, and Auburn. University officials have not provided details about the violations, but after the meeting with administrators, they agreed to reduce the penalty, uh, the length of the suspension. Um, The uh, Logan Parks, who is president of the Auburn University Bass Fishing Club, said he was thankful that Auburn University and its administration were willing to listen to them and consider all the facts with an open mind. So what it was, y'all came out here and spanked us about something, but y'all hadn't heard us explain ourselves yet. After they heard... uh, their explanation, they removed the ban, right? That yeah. sounds like it's just a, that. Well, that. they they're still they have a penalty, but it's going to be up April twenty second, twenty twenty one, which is what about three weeks. Mm, well, I mean, they they were awful strong words about the hey, buddy, y'all been out there, and yeah. undoubtedly, it, it, there, there's a lot 
in this that we're not really privy to, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about that. They mm-hmm. they were kind of vague about exactly. I mean, they say they, you know, broke the travel policy, but, uh, you know, we don't really fully understand that. But anyway, whatever it was, they uh, they went to them and they changed their mind a little bit. So, Have, have you heard, you know, how they had these? The appeal process. You remember when college football had some of these type things that became big business and you had movies like Varsity Blues? Yes, and, yes. And, uh, which was, I think that one was about, that one was about high school football yep. and it getting gigantic, you know, football being big business. Mm-hmm. And you've had all these different ones, semi-pro and, you know, all these different things about football and it's big, big business. We've had basketball, big business movies. You think there might be one coming out called Rattle Trap? Uh, big, <laughs> big, big fishing. Right? Uh, big the fishing. controversies inside big time college fishing. Listen, mm. fishing is a big business. I, I think there's probably more involved in it at the high school level than a lot of people know. Now there as far is, as the money yeah, involved yeah, in it. Yeah. Uh, well, you ever tri- bought a bass boat? Well, you, yeah. you look at these uh, – <laughs> It'll, these it'll make school, you run out by a football helmet just like that. <laughs> you, you look at these high school teams and you see how much it costs to be in a fishing tournament. And like you said, you have to have a boat. You have to have a driver. Um, and when you see that they have hundreds of teams competing mm-hmm. in these and you start running the numbers, mm-hmm. you're like, my goodness, it sounds like high school playoff football yeah. there. You know? so, so, a, lot of, a lot of money. Well, something there's something missing in the yeah, story. The fir- I'm talking about the first story that came out because, buddy, I mean, they were about to they were about to take everybody's uh, uh, um, tackle box and, and throw it out and say you ain't going yeah, nowhere. Somebody, and, and now, somebody was towed up about it to yeah. begin with. Sounds like somebody gave. Uh, would you like for us to hear our side of the story? And then somebody said, "Oh, okay. Well, then never mind." Sorry about that. We got a little a little over dramatic on that one. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say the bass team got off the hook. So, Bubba, I know that you were waiting on this. Maybe look nowadays. You know, we'll just make somebody so fast, so quick. We are there is a statue of Greta Thunberg. How dare you! We have, we oh, have I a, thought it was Greta Van Fleet. No, it's a statue <laughs> at a, a United Kingdom university. University of Winchester in why? southern England. Why? Yeah. How dare you? Uh, She's pointing her finger saying, I, I dare you. They, they say, the university says it is a symbol of ongoing commitment to sustainability and social justice. Mm. don't know how mm. we worked all that into that. Mm. Uh, a bronze but, Greta. But let me tell you, everybody is not happy. There's been quite a bit of backlash among students and critics who argue that in the middle of a pandemic, the money could have been better spent. Uh, the statue of Little Greta, roughly $33,000. Oh, that's chum, How chum. dare you? Mm. Got to help a lot with that man. Hello. How dare you? Huh? <laughs> Underwater man. Well, here's what I, mean, I don't. Does right, it, but can I ask you how does something? Does it even look like her? All right, part, pardon. No, yeah, no. Well, I've well, got, can I tell you something? I, I think it's a little early for her. I mean, she, she even if this, you know, if this climate thing is your deal. Yeah, it's a and little she, quick. And you know, she's been out there doing her thing. Uh, it's it may be a little early for a statue, don't you think? But can I tell you all this? So. I, I've never really thought. Yeah. I've never faint, seen one statue I thought looked like the person it was supposed to. I know they never. Rick, did. I, I'll they be honest with you. Me they're, on that. they're they're similar, but but they don't look just like the person. Especially fact, when they do just the bust. Yeah. How about never. how about a lot of the a lot say. of the athletes? If the number wasn't bronze bronze number on their jersey, I wouldn't even know who it was. Yeah. I know. All yeah. right. So, but but here, listen to this. And you statement. know what? I don't like the way they sink their peoples in. I do. That not, creeps I don't me either. out. Mm-hmm. Does that creep you? I don't. Especially mm-hmm. if there's a bird sitting on their head. Yeah. <laughs> listen yeah, to this. Listen to this. 
To, to your point, Bubba, I, talk Hi. about this again about about a little early. Has, is this a true statement? As a university, we welcome reasoned debate and critical conversations about our Greta statue. Listen. How dare you? We hope her statue, thirty all $33,000 of it, will help to inspire our community. Now listen to the statement. Is this a true statement yet? Reminding us that no matter what life throws at us, we can still change the world for the better. Mm. Did, what does that even mean? Has Greta changed the world for the better? Did, did, has, did, did, did everybody you. say we're making changes today because of How dare you? the speech we got? <laughs> I don't, yeah, really. What? Uh, yeah, good what, point. What did Greta change uh, other than she I didn't was care a, about them windmills until I saw Greta. Yeah, how about she, she's been a great publicity stunt and – and yeah. in my opinion, mistreatment of a of a young child. But yes. but uh, but do you has she, has she made change? What what did she change? And where did she now, come remember? From? She was she Time even... Magazine's Person of the Year in twenty nineteen. Uh, for for what? Is there anything she said that the debate has not been going on about? But when is there anything yeah, somebody says? And I tell you what, when that little girl said, "How dare you?" That's when blank Just, changed. Yeah, and Rick, changed. I didn't realize what was happening. That's when the world changed. I keep waiting on the world to change. Do you know she was awarded one and a half or one point one five million dollars? It's a prize for humanity, and so really? she will donate it to climate groups. How dare you! You know what? I have a feeling I'm never going to be on the short list for that award. No, for humanity, <laughs> not going to happen. Not going to happen. I'd like to follow too. See if her daddy really let her donate it to all those things. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly he's a climate group. Yeah. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.